time to, to choose. You have about one minute. All right. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Episode number 36 of Random Draw, a board game podcast. I am your host, Daniel Mann. With me, as always, Dave Hubbard. That's me. Mark Belial. This was a joke that was rejected. <laughs> yeah. We had to edit. That's our second. Here's an inside tip. This is our second intro to this show because Mark made a joke that only made sense to Dave and I. And that's not fair. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not fair. It's, it's plenty not fair. fair. It's, it's plenty fair. It's not fair. We it's, want, it's we want fair. everybody to be in on the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm an inclusionist. <laughs> oh, I love everybody. This, oh. this show is like a co-op to me and I just want everyone on our team. I hate it. I want to throw stuff at you right now. <laughs> is it my face? Competitive. <laughs> Ready to bait. <laughs> uh, if you are new to our show, this is a board game podcast. We talk about board games and we do some reviews. And then at the very end, we, no, no, at the middle, we do a, <laughs> we do a topic. In the middle end? The middle end, we do a topic, which is a topic that Mark prepares and Dave and I also help with yeah. Yeah. by involved. listening to it. My favorite thing ever is like, do we have ideas for topics this week? And then like, it was the crickets. For, well, that's know, not like our job. Hour. Yeah, that's. And hard then I work. was like, "Well, what about this topic?" And Dave's like, "Yep, that sounds good to me." Nope. And I was like, "Oh, great! I'll definitely okay. look it up." <laughs> cool. I'll tell you what I'll do: five minutes of thinking about it on the way to the <laughs> studio. Mm-hmm. So I forgot what this week's topic was, but I did write it down as soon as I got here. So this week's topic, we're going to talk about party games. Ooh, party games. Mark did a lot of research, or a moderate amount uh, of I'd research, say like a fair amount of research. Mark, Mark did <laughs> research. He did research. <laughs> I did some reading. Dave and I are familiar with party games and I've that's played enough. a bunch of them yeah. speaking of party games <laughs> nailed it let's talk about our first game of the night a game called tags 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 t-a-g-s the thing i i learned about myself when we were playing tags yeah. is that i am too slow and too out of shape to run from you guys what i learned <laughs> what i learned about tags is that i consider myself a uh, semi-intelligent human being unless there is a clock on <laughs> and then the second I, that stupid sand timer going it's all i can think about it's all i can look at and then i'm (laughs) Uh terrible at this and if you've ever heard me if you listen to this podcast and heard me try to come up with celebrity names i am terrible (laughs) at it Mm -hmm. so then we're playing this game where the entire point is just to come up with words not celebrity names just like words and it turns out terrible at that too yep me too yeah that timer it really it's changes brutal. everything. It's so, so, le- short. so let's explain this game. So this is tags. So in the game tags, the cool thing about this game is uh, the box itself pretty much contains the whole game. Mm-hmm. So you like lift the lid off, and there is like a five by five grid where it holds twenty five different colored marbles, three different colored marbles: white, black. You got it. Yeah, I did math, the math, baby. Real quick. <laughs> black, white, and blue marbles, and you just kind of throw them out there randomly. Then next to this five by five grid is uh, five holders of cards on on the column and five holders of cards on the row Mm -hmm. and in the column you get letters so you're going to have to say a word that starts with whatever letter or it can include a letter or Or sometimes end with two letters which is the worst one for (laughs) me for sure so you're going to have to say a word that ends in these letters which my brain ys or something i can't my brain can't do Mm -hmm. on the top row it's going to give you categories. So it could be literally anything, musical instruments, yep. uh, mammals. It's just Plants, like... Plants, yeah, all ton It's of like stuff. a huge deck yeah. of these Foods. things. Yeah, so, stuff. Superpowers. Exactly. It's uh, up to four players. So on your turn, you flip a 30-second timer. And it is shorter than 30 <laughs> it's, seconds. It's so, not in reality, is but it, it feels like is it. Is it 30 seconds yeah. or is it 15? It's 30 seconds. It feels, it like, feels 15. like 15, it but is it's, 30. it's 30 seconds. So you have 30 seconds to start naming stuff. And as you name it, 
you grab that marble and put it in your little scoring tray. And then it goes to the next person. And as the marbles come off the board, they can no longer guess those because the marbles aren't there to take. Mm -hmm. So you think going last, oh, I have all this time to think, which is not true. Like <laughs> last helpful. is the hardest place to go because I can't right. think of anything. Like everything that you say, that's all I can think now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And three people have said things and that's all my brain can function with. Like yes. those things. And it goes around and the game is just four rounds long, but it gives everybody a chance to go in every position. Mm -hmm. So everybody will go first. Everybody will go last. It's very fair. It's very fair. I mean, uh, not, not to mentally. my brain. <laughs> yeah, not mentally. <laughs> I feel I was drastically underperforming at so this game. We've thrown the idea around of doing a live play of something at some point mm -hmm. or like getting some video cameras and setting them up. And it's games like this that make me so happy we've never oh done my it. <laughs> because yeah, I don't sure. want anyone to know how dumb I am. Yeah, uh -huh. so Mark and my wife Amber were good at this game. Yeah, shockingly. And Dave and I were really bad at like, this game. Like, so the scoreboard, the way it works is you can be lapped is what I learned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep, and, not that it happened or anything. <laughs> oh, it did. I was in dead last in every game we played. Yeah. Well, Dan and I would, during the game, go back, back and, and forth, forth. <laughs> for dead mm -hmm. last. And by dead, I mean like so far behind it was ludicrous like after one round it was clear we weren't gonna win <laughs> like oh okay like oh, one, got, one they, trip around the circle yeah they yeah. got 20 and dave and i are like four <laughs> like, we did good so dan and i are clearly playing for who's gonna be in dead last yeah. who's gonna be in second to last despite that i did enjoy actually playing <laughs> I the game i really like this which game. is the dumbest thing like i'm terrible at this game so it's a lot of fun because dan explained the actual function of it mm -hmm. you're staring at this thing and you'll see food and then as you look down the problem is you're not just trying to come up with foods that end in a y because that is only one marble. You yeah. have mm -hmm. to move on this grid. So if you're trying to like figure out the whole column of food, then it would be like food that starts with A, food that ends in B, food that ends in AY, right. yeah. food that has a Q somewhere in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, so you're just standing there and you're staring. And the problem is your brain will like fixate on one, one thing. thing. Yeah, that's and my then, So you'll fixate and then you'll go, oh no, oh no, I'm running out of time. And then you'll look over at the timer and then you'll see that you're running out of time. <laughs> That's the thing. And then you stare at the timer with a blank brain until it runs out, and then you don't have any points for that round. That yeah. was that my yeah. biggest issue. The second I looked at the timer, I Done. was not going nope. to look away from the timer. I'm just watching the sand fall at this point. Just, All you can do is just watch the chances of you catching uh, up slowly just trickle away. I mean, there weren't. That wasn't a thing. That I wasn't mean, a thing that was going to happen. And so you get bonus points if you finish an entire column, which is the harder thing to do a row would in my opinion be easier because you're sticking with the same letter yeah and so yeah. changing category but sticking with the letter for some reason is easier in my brain right whereas mm -hmm. changing the letter while sticking with the same category is harder in my brain hence why you get bonus points for finishing a column and not for finishing a row and this yeah. this is the kind of game so as it's going one person's guessing and the other three people are kind of moderating right mm -hmm. they're making sure you don't say anything out of the like some crazy guess. But what I did realize is the worse you're doing, the less people care. Yeah, yes. you yes. say something stupid. I will say Mark and Amber were very generous with Dan and I. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas you guys would like jump on each other. So it'd well, be it's, like it's easy to be magnanimous when you're pantsing people. Yeah. <laughs> when you've already lapped the yeah. yeah. score track yes. and you're like, yes. no, you can have that. It's okay. Yeah, it's I'll okay. give him mint. Now you're playing. Now you're playing with children. So it's like, 
So it's like a mammal that starts with A, and we're like, a puppy. Oh. <laughs> they're like, okay. Okay. Like, okay. you can have it. That four points isn't going to matter in this game. The best thing ever is like when somebody calls you out on one of your answers, like yeah. it totally derails you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because then you're like, do I, do I argue with do them I about argue? it or do I, only I just have keep going? Seconds, yeah. So yeah like, what yeah. am I going to do? Dude, it's so funny. You guys did that to me once. Like, you challenged one of my answers, and I was like, You can't. Think no. Anymore. It, yeah, I was just like, I was so mentally <laughs> off my game at that point. I was like, This is what they should be doing every round. It's just challenging one of my answers. Just as soon as, no matter how much sense it makes, just say it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's really cool. Like, it was so this game, you can get this. Uh, it's called Tags. You can get this online for $15. Yes. Get so out of here. It's That's so cheap. cheap. It's such a cheap party game. And the thing is, like, yeah, you can play around with like four people or whatever mm-hmm. but you could absolutely extend the number of humans playing sure. this game if you wanted mm-hmm. to it wouldn't be a big deal at all no unless you're playing with a lot of good people and they're just like clearing the board but that was not i mean well dave and i were playing so that board was pretty <laughs> safe mm-hmm. yeah, i got was. one marble like you're an idiot multiple yeah. turns zero marbles. Yeah, me too <laughs> and that was the other really cool part is like some of it is just like how your brain makes those connections with the marbles that or are on the board yeah, doesn't at <laughs> or all. doesn't because like some marbles are worth fewer points than others so mm-hmm. like it behooves you to go after the high high point value marbles but at the same time like if i'm just trying to clear a column like yeah. you you could only get like five points out of a column mark what? already thought way <clears throat> yeah. more deeply about well that. i never once so the different colored marbles score different points mm-hmm. and it's just like three two and one yeah but never once did i look at a marble and try to like strategize nope. how to get that color marble because i couldn't <laughs> yeah first off i couldn't even think of words despite what marble was mm-hmm. on there. i was thrilled if i got a marble <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo, i held one it up point. like the one true ring one of my precious this is more than my last three one words together. rule them all <laughs> I was so excited. And that's the crazy thing. So we talked about a couple weeks ago, we talked about Letter Jam, mm-hmm. which which I liked. Also a game Dave and I are not good at. <laughs> so it's a game I like. But this one, I like so much more. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I was so bad at it. It says a lot about the game. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun. I is had it, a blast and lost horribly. Like, every time. Why do you guys feel like that is? Is it just with Letter Jam? I think is it's because it I'm not very smart. Marbles. Oh, why? Why I'm not good at it? Please. Yes. I know why I'm why not you guys, good at it. Let's really unpack this. Why aren't you? <laughs> You guys good at this game well my mother didn't hold me enough <laughs> okay so it's and a my dad helped me yeah. too much it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> dave, ha- dave dave and i have different but also similar problems <laughs> like they're in the they're playing the same sport these yeah. problems <laughs> i don't know why it is because i don't really have a problem with letter jam i just found this much more enjoyable mm-hmm. it's definitely faster paced maybe mm-hmm. that's why because yeah. letter jam i could sit there forever and think how stupid i was and this i only have to think about it for 30 seconds yeah, yeah. which i appreciate <laughs> I like. <laughs> After 30 seconds of self-deprecation, yeah. I'm and, solid. And that's the thing. Like Maybe in Letter Jam, I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, why can't I figure this out? And this, I'm like laughing because I can't figure <laughs> it out. Like I really can't think of a, a mammal that begins with E. <laughs> I can't think elephant. <laughs> but I feel like multiple times I had clues that easy that I was fixated on and did not come Me up too. with it. Me too. And then yeah. as soon as like... It goes it, to the next person's turn. They, they say it immediately. They say yeah. So demoralizing. (laughs) But what I do know is so Dave's pretty good at board games and he wins a lot. So now I know if we're sick of Dave winning board games, we just Just pull out tags. tags. (laughs) Just just trounce him. Not me. I'm still losing. Joke's on you, Dan. There's a chance I still might beat you. (laughs) Me, yeah. You and me. That's okay. I don't think I did. At this point, moral Mm. victory for me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dan's like pirate victory. Yeah, whatever. The trick is you have to steal Dave's answers from him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the third game we played of that game, I 
only got to like seven points as my total score at the end of the game. And Amber lapped me once and then was almost <laughs> back was like again. was like on the approach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I think next time what I'll do is I'll just like make up words and then I'll say some point of reference that you guys don't understand. Like I'll use IT terms or I'll be like, oh, it's a Marine Corps thing. And just like keep going yeah. and hope you guys don't call me on it. Oh, like Bagaladash. Everybody knows Everyone's that. Bagaladash. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's uh, my future goal. Yeah. Um, but Mark, yeah, tags. Good game. It's good. Mark, tell us about tags. Tags, 2018 by Hadelbar Games. Oh, hello. I know. Good good logo. It's got like a little bear and a sailor's hat. It's <laughs> that's, dope. That's great. Yeah, they uh, published Coaddle, okay. which I think is like really hot right now. A lot of people seem to really like Coaddle. It's like a oh, it's a bunch of colors. It's like a really colorful. It's game. very colorful. Mm-hmm. It's like I very. Familiar. I think it's like based on Aztec or Mayan folklore. Sure. Yeah, seems I'll pretty dope. Take your word for uh, it. They also published <laughs> A la Carte. Okay. Which is French for on its own in the cart. <laughs> 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 is it though? No, I, I don't think so. I think the carbon's like on the side. Yeah, yeah, I do believe <laughs> on so. its own yeah, or yeah. something. I like made that. I made that up. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those deals where I was finally gonna just try it and see if it flew, and no. I was like, "That's too familiar of a term." Yeah, yeah I know. I'm gonna I'm go smart next time. I'll go Ala mode. <laughs> which no, means that's with ice cream on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, I'm very fat. I clearly yeah, know what Ala mode is. I'll have to stay away from like cooking terms. Yeah, it's oh, it's breakfast Ala mode eggs. <laughs> Designer uh, designed by Spartaco Albertelli. Spartaco, I do like Spartacus. Lots Spartaco, Spartaco <laughs> Albert. Oh, no, yeah. ten Al- Albertelli. He's shaking his hand vigorously. <laughs> I am. I'm really getting after it. Yeah, I just. You need to understand how vigorously Italian like Mark is shaking <laughs> yeah. his hand. Yeah. It's like he's ordering spaghetti or something. Spaghetti. I want the spaghetti. I want the pizza boy. I've been I've been listening to this other podcast where oh, hello. it's, a, it's about yeah, yeah podultery. <laughs> It oh, man, um, that. Anyway, so they were talking about Silvio Berlusconi and uh, how he was a prime. Is. Dave knows who the, yeah. he okay. is. He's, prime he's a prime minister for. He's like the Italian Donald Trump, basically. Okay, and he's uh, no Boris Johnson, which is the English. Trump. <laughs> I didn't know There's this. A shocking amount of Donald Trumps in power right now. Yeah, clones out there. Weird. It's very strange. Apparently, it's an Italian tradition where if you're mad at your political leader, you hurl coins at them. Oh, coins? Yeah. Come on. I, I, I wish I more get, people were mad yeah. at me. I want you to get mad at me. Yeah. I still have to say this. Old Spartaco uh, designed Coyote and Dust, and uh, the art was done Wait, by- Dust Fort, like, 1942? So Not it looked one, like right? in the style of, but I don't think it was Dust 1942. That'd be dope. It was just Dust. Spartaco. That's a cool name, though. Spartaco's yeah. a pretty good name. Art was done by Annika Bruning, who did Volt and Wordsmith. Wordsmith. Oh, I'm familiar with Volt, actually. Yeah. There's not a lot of art to this game. Like, I'm trying, I guess, layout and color really. scheme, maybe but, a, like, components. Maybe she was a graphic designer or mm-hmm. something. Did she design what the inside of the marbles looked like? I don't know what the inside of <laughs> like, Because they were mostly blue or whatever. Yeah, blue or white or black. black. Or, yeah. Also, art was done by Marina Fahrenbach. Two did, artists. Yep. Mm. Concordia and Bloodbound. Volt is a, a programming game where you're fighting with robots. Okay, I'm into that. I, w- I am too. I always, <laughs> like, I should buy this, and then I just never do. It's I'm one of pro- those things. I'm pro-robot. <laughs> I'm also I like real bad at programming. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Says uh, Weird as an IT professional, but. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Speaking though. of giant robots, did you see that big Gundam in Japan took a knee yeah. this week? No. He also took a couple steps. Oh, man. We should use them to fight sea monsters. Well, they're coming. <laughs> so let's rate tags <laughs> on a scale from one to ten Gundams. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, how meaningless. Many? <laughs> okay. No, I'm going Gundams. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You've already said it. I'm yeah, doing I'm, it. I'm not changing it. 
How many Gundams would you give tags? Uh, not using seven. One to ten, not using the number seven. I like tags a lot. I enjoyed everything about it. It was but... fun. It was fun just curb stomping you guys. That was always enjoyable. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going like... to give it eight T-Bowing Gundams out of ten. <laughs> <T-bowing Gundams. laughs> I wish it was had like a Gator's helmet on. <laughs> 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 you put some like uh, so, eye black on it. So confusing. <laughs> Dave, how many Gundams would you give the game tags out of 10, not using the number seven though? I also will go eight. <laughs> My favorite things about this game also is how quick it was to learn. Yeah. Not get good at, to be clear. But no, no. like the actual I, rules explanation mm-hmm. was like 30 seconds and or the timer that I watched ticked down as I said no words. <laughs> I'm not familiar with being good at this game. <laughs> uh, tags, Dan, how many tags would, no, how many Gundams would you give tags out of 10, not using the number seven? I also will give it an eight. Eight's all around. Whoa, sweep it. The game was very fun despite being so, so terrible. Well, and that's also the mark of a good game sure. and a good group, though. Yeah. Like, who cares? I had fun playing the game. Mm. I don't, what we learned this week, though, if we're being honest with Mark and myself, is Dave keeps a diary of games <laughs> oh, yes. he wins. None yes. of this is true. It is uh, what I like to refer to as the smug diary. The, the diary, smug diary? The diary of smug. Yeah, it was the <laughs> smuggest thing. I've never we'll, we'll actually, diary in my life. That's a, that's a hint. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we're going to table this for right now. Yeah, we'll table we'll this discussion, but we'll be back. Much like the Diary of Smug, we will <laughs> it'll, return. It'll return. <laughs> uh, the next game we played, Victorian Masterminds. Victorian Masterminds from Simon, Come On, Cool Mini or Not, whatever they want to be called. In this game, you play a mastermind mm-hmm. trying to build a giant machine to take over the mm-hmm. world. Think Wild Wild West Spider. Yeah. Yeah. Or, sure. I was a dirigible. I was I, a dirigible. I was a tank. What is a dirigible? A dirigible hot, would yeah, be hot like, air balloon, like a well, Zeppelin. Yeah, a Zeppelin. I was oh, going to say not a hot gotcha. air balloon. A Zeppelin okay. would be more. Yeah, not a hot air You said balloon. dirigible the other day, and I was like, I think he's talking about a hot air balloon. Yeah. But no, I'm not a hot air balloon's sure. different. No. Like, that's the balloon shape. Yeah. A, a dirigible a, a is a Zeppelin. Is, yeah. Gotcha. Why, Welcome why to Zeppelin it? talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How much hot air's in that? Whoa. So much hydrogen. What is so? What's the difference between a dirigible and a zeppelin? Is it just no clue. nomenclature? Thought, always thought they were interchangeable terms. Hold on, time oh. to do some oh, research. Let's talk about it. Hey, Dave, what's your favorite color dirigible? <laughs> <laughs> I like lead. Lead, lead dirigible. Lead dirigible. That's a much worse band name than <laughs> lead, lead <Zeppelin>. dirigible. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I was going with. Yeah, lead, lead dirigible. dirigible. Well, it's five uh. o'clock drive time. Time to get the dirigible out. <laughs> back to back dirigible here. <laughs> And we're back. This is why they won't let me name bands. <laughs> the lead, lead dirigible. dirigible. The heavy dirigible. Oh, boy. It's even a, a dirigible okay. is any lighter than aircraft that is both powered and steerable, as opposed to flea, f- free flea, fl- flea floating like a balloon. Well, that I know. Yeah, we knew it wasn't yeah, we a balloon. We knew that. Got gotcha. you onto something. I understand now. Can we? So, <laughs> yeah, can the rest of you tell no. us? All right, can you so, bring the rest of us up to your no, no, level? No, no, no. This is just for me. <laughs> Ask me on Facebook what the difference is, and I'll tell you. <laughs> no, uh, so a Zeppelin and a uh, dirigible. Apparently, it's got everything to do with the Zeppelin was a German company. Okay. So it's like the difference so between Band-Aids oh. and adhesive bandages. Oh. Yeah, so Zeppelin is the Kleenex of facial tissue. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. If the uh, facial tissue in question randomly exploded for no, problem, for no question. So in well. Victorian Masterminds, you are not making a Zeppelin. 
Zeppelin, you are making a dirigible because it is a custom design. Yes. You don't own. If you were to call it a (laughs) Zeppelin, you would get a cease and desist lawsuits. But you would invade them and uh, take their building. Yeah. Yeah. So So, all of that to say. All that to say. In Victoria (laughs) Masterminds, you are a certain mastermind. The masterminds are are interchangeable, right? The only difference Mm -hmm. is their blueprint. Yeah. So So each of you gets your own individual blueprint, and that's why Mark was making a spider, and I was making a Zeppelin and or directionable. (laughs) Yeah, I think the special powers for them were different, too. They were, were. but they were minor enough that like none of them were game-breaking. There is a very long board, and it has different cities. Washington, D.C., Moscow, Paris. Paris, And other cities. And And there are more Rome because there's Colosseum. Yeah. So there's different cities. Every player has these cog looking pieces. Mm-hmm. And those are your lackeys. Yeah, they look like poker chips in the design of a cog. Yeah, absolutely. And they're nice mm-hmm. big thick material mm-hmm. fun to fun play, to play with. with it. Yep. yep. And each of these chips has a different special power. Mm-hmm. So on the game there's like these five or six different spaces you are going to take from the top of your chip pile and look at it and you are going to place that face down on one of these cities. And once that city has three chips, no matter um, whose colors are on there, you're going to resolve them. So you just flip them over, and then one by one you resolve them. Some of them give you double the power of the city. Like Mm -hmm. the production that it makes. Right. Some of them give you your firepower to help you take buildings from the city. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it increases your firepower. Right. And it's all in one negates everybody's ability. So the ability of the chip below it, it gets negated. And there's like five of these. They all do different things. All of you have the exact exact same same five chips. Right. And you are just taking one off the top and you are placing it somewhere on there until later in the game where you have the option to go through and pick which ones you want. Unless you're me and then you never get that option. (laughs) Yeah. You felt the same way about your library that I did about my guns. Yeah. Just Just don't upgrade. You don't need Okay, what are guns for? Okay, here. So one of the one of the powers is you can take a building. So they have these awesome like little plastic sculpted buildings. Mm-hmm. So there's three buildings that are the same in every city, but then each city also has its individual awesome building. So mm-hmm. like Paris has the Eiffel Tower. Monuments. Uh, yeah, called. monuments. Yeah. DC has the White House. Yeah, Rome has the Coliseum. Rome has a Coliseum. So, uh, Moscow has the building. The Moscow building. The Moscow building <laughs> with all the colors and uh, stuff. Yeah, in it. The what Kremlin? I don't know. The Tetris, the, the Tetris building. <laughs> the one that's in Tetris. Yeah. 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 I thought I was called the Kremlin, but I'm Could not be. like I'm not 100% on that. Could be. I know how good I am at Tetris and it's not at all. So. <laughs> yeah. So you could take those, and these all count for victory points at the end of the game. Individual buildings give you different things. They can give you a scientist, or they can give you a plate, a metal plate, or a bolt, mm-hmm. which is what you use to create items on your blueprint. Mm-hmm. There's so much in this game, but it's kind of easy once it gets going. Yeah, the explanation took way longer than it should have, because after like two to three rounds of playing this game, yeah. I completely got the Absolutely. Game. It's oh, just kind sure. of weird to say it, especially like I can't point at things on the radio mm-hmm. and be like there's <laughs> this so it's kind of hard to describe all the production value is like through the roof mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. like everything is let's say overproduced <laughs> yeah it is a little overproduced but from a mechanical perspective you're you basically have different options of doing stuff with the materials that you're getting so you can like upgrade your little in my case the dirigible mm-hmm. or marks you know spider or whatever mm-hmm. so you can upgrade that and then that will let you do extra things throughout the game it's not engine building it'll just give you like make actions more powerful yeah, is mostly yes. what they do or yeah. give yeah. you some materials or increase your fire power stuff like that and victory points come from a wide variety of mm-hmm. different things I mean it's kind of easy to see what people are doing but it's not super easy to stop them from doing it no but then leads into my 
favorite thing about this game. Mm -hmm. And that is how turns work because of the tokens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you take your cog poker chip and you put it down. And as soon as there's three on that action, then you immediately stop. You flip it over. So now the first to be placed is on top. Mm -hmm. Second to be placed is still in the middle. And the last token to be placed is on the bottom. And then everyone in that order, top to bottom, does that action. Mm -hmm. Right. It was such a unique thing that lent a lot of fun to the game. And it kept you involved when it wasn't your turn. Exactly. Yeah. Not that turns were very long in this anyway. No, because a lot of times it's place one token and that's your turn. And that's your turn, right. Mm -hmm. But this, like, if it's Mark's turn and I haven't gone in two turns, like, oh, now he's flipping this and now I need to pay attention and see mm -hmm. what happened during right. this thing. So it's a, it's a little bit of interaction, which is fun. It's just a cool thing. So then you sweep back your tokens and then you never run out of tokens. No, you're constantly mm -hmm. getting them back. So it's a lot of that. You're choosing your path to victory, essentially. You can focus on building your blueprint or you mm -hmm. can focus on getting a lot of buildings or get your firepower really, really high. And all of it contributes to your victory points in the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And all of your actions are just dictated by the chips you're putting out. And that's yeah. it. Like So most turns in this game take two seconds. So fast. Of yeah. you just dropping your chip on whatever it is you want to do yeah because and it should be said like for the initial part of the game like you don't have a say in what chip you draw like, yeah it is whatever chip is on top and that was like one of my knocks on the game is that for so much of the game you are just at the mercy of like however the chips fall well right. but you do have say in what action you place that chip on because yeah, as someone I who guess, as someone like, who never upgraded so <laughs> i got i got random top chip for the entirety of the game mm -hmm. i didn't feel stifled by that at all i and guess certainly yeah. not enough to go get the books necessary to be able to look at all my tokens yeah i mean for me i i was like all right i want i want the freedom to pick the chip that's so what i did i made an effort to like get those books really early on because i could not have imagined playing that game yeah with just okay i guess i drew the saboteur this turn so yeah and i guess like when i could really use like the extra production one right. or the the firepower sure one or whatever. but the downside is they still go into your discard pile once you get them back mm -hmm, so right. even if you can choose you can still only choose from chips until all of them have been played and then you get them all back mm -hmm. right so but it still allows you to maximize oh your... absolutely but because of that mechanic it's not like you can reuse your favorite oh, chip yeah, yeah, over yeah. and no, over no, no, no. oh yeah I'm and not... yeah mm -hmm. and so i think that's why it really and I, I recall all of our scores being very equal like we were real close yeah. to each other so i don't like i was never stifled by that and i thought it was interesting too because we all had like wildly different styles of play totally yeah, yeah, different strategies sure. yeah like i i think i concentrated mostly on books and construction of the spider butt mm -hmm. you know yeah i think i might have been the only one that actually finished my entire blueprint you were i yeah. saw and it one didn't, piece missing it didn't like push me over that you don't get a bonus for doing that it is the tiebreaker like if you tied whoever mm -hmm. has the most completed blueprint wins but it didn't come down to that and like the last place, so you know when the game's going to end, there's two different ways. As soon as somebody completes their blueprint, the game ends, or until the world power chart gets all the way to the end, then you know the game's going to end. So there's one more round after that. Yeah. So you know when your like last round's coming up, so you're trying to maximize, and that's when I built my last piece. Because I couldn't remember how final scoring worked. Yeah. So I built my last piece, and I was like, oh, that didn't score me any points. <laughs> it just kind of put yeah. it on there. Yeah, same here. I think I had the opportunity to build my last piece or grab two additional books, and I was like, I'm just going to grab the two books. Yeah, I like, probably should have done something like that's that. That's all right. But, buddy. I mean, it was. I hesitate to say fun. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, the, I'm so torn on this game because it's not bad. Everything yeah. absolutely works in this game. The learning curve was not actually nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be no, once we got going. The was way worse than the learning curve. It absolutely was. Yeah. 
I love the way turns work with taking those chips, putting them out, and then having a couple turns of that, and then suddenly all of these things start to get to three chips, and then you constantly are involved in other people's turns because you have a chip in that game. Mm -hmm. I love that because I've never seen that in another game, the way that functioned. Mm -hmm. So I found that to be a lot of fun just because I think it was fresh and different and new. But at the end of the day, I walked away from this game not loving the time that I was playing it. And I I don't know why. Like, I'm having a real hard time explaining why. Me too. So so we should say, like, the the art and the components in this game are so good. Mm -hmm. Like, so amazing. And even, like, parts of the gameplay I really like. Especially, like, once we finished, I was like, oh, did I like that? Yeah. But, like, I didn't hate it. It's oddly underwhelming. Yeah. Is what I'd say. Yeah, I think so. For sure. Especially after the presentation. Yeah. I mean, you you got it all set out on the board, and I'm, like, looking at all these little factories and Mm -hmm. all these little buildings. And And I got all my cool cogs. Yeah, and I got all my little pieces to my dirigible, and I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to building this, like, and that, you know, I've talked about it on the pod before, about how I love having a finished product at the end of the game. So I figured I was going to really like this because at the end of the game, I built this robot thing that I've now placed on my blueprint. Right, right. It didn't feel great. Yeah. So this is like a kind of weird thing for me. Like there is something to build in a game, right? Like I want to be able to use that some way. And, mm, and I know, point. like, so once this is built, that ends the game. Same thing with, like, Era mm. Frankenstein. Like, I love Era Frankenstein. Once Frankenstein's built, like, that's it. Yeah. And also, a game I really love, we need to actually review, is Role Player. Like, I mm. love Role Player. You are essentially, crea- it's a game about creating a role-playing character. Mm-hmm. But once it's done, that's it. Like you, know, you basically finish rolling the stats, and then you count victory points, and <laughs> yeah, the game's and over. Like, mm. I want it to go farther than that. And I think the Role Player expansion actually does that. I want my, quote-unquote, finished product not to finish the game. I want to do at least, like, one turn where, like, if you finished it, you get to do this with it. Yeah. Attack a city or something with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. That wasn't the problem with this game. I can't even put my finger on what the problem was it's just like nothing ever felt of consequence yeah mm, that's a good way to put it for for as like finely produced as it was it never felt meaty enough to be like oh this is really good yeah that maybe that's it maybe it was like too light for the production value yeah. it's like trying to get full-on marshmallows <laughs> go on uh, yeah continue. no i just need to know where yeah. this is yeah. going all right i want to tell me about <laughs> Buckle up. Are you guys ready for the hardest working metaphor of all time? Because here it comes. Take me on this journey. All right. You're real hungry, right? It's been all day. You put in a hard work out in the sun. Oh, sure. You've been gardening. All of this sounds awful. This is your chosen meal. And you think, I I got to get get in there and eat. I got to feel satisfied. But all you have is like a bag of jumbo marshmallows. What is up with your kitchen? You got to get that glucose level back up. Got to get it up. So you just start eating marshmallows. And yeah. like at no point. Like chubby bunny style too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not swallowing. You, you, you got to get the in. other one in there. Yeah, like you you got to get like the one in the middle. Yeah. It's filling, I guess. Okay. But is it satisfying? <laughs> I don't think that, <laughs> that it is. It was super hard working. Yeah. Here's a hot take. I don't like marshmallows. Oh, oh me either. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. stand them. I, I will eat them on a s'more. Mm-hmm. I was but, about to say that is the only way I eat a marshmallow. Or in my Lucky Charms. Or in Rice Krispies. Yeah. Oh, I will oh. not eat that. I don't oh, like a Rice Krispie oh, treat. Oh, you mean like a Rice Krispie treat? Yeah, okay. I mean, they got marshmallows I won't eat on them. a Rice Krispie I thought you meant treat. you were just like chopping up, <laughs> like dicing marshmallows and putting them <laughs> in a bowl a of Rice Krispies. Dirty animal if you do that. <laughs> I'm going to get you a psychologist yeah. out of my own pocket. Here's the deal. If you write in and tell us you do this, I'm calling the SPCA. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird organization to call. Yeah, yeah. well, who, who knows? knows what he's doing with that Well, you're an animal. You're an animal. That's what I'm like. 
I, I made marshmallows one time, and that is not worth the investment. How does one make they're so cheap? They're, they're so, so cheap. inexpensive, yeah. and they're so yeah. It's, that's yeah. Again, we, like we talked about, like peak like quarantine food yeah. person yeah. stuff, and it's just don't bother. Just buy a bag of marshmallows. It's fine. <laughs> Seriously, it's perfectly yeah. fine. How do you how do you even better. make marshmallows? I I don't science. This isn't a cooking podcast. No, but you, you can't bring it up it. and then not tell me how. Your science. Can. The internet will tell you how. I mm-hmm. know. I want to hear how Dave did it. <laughs> With the internet's help, I assume. Yeah. Through hours of boredom and in pajama pants. That's how <laughs> Dave did yeah, it. Yeah, it's not worth it, man. I, do you mm-hmm. know what's real weird? I'm pretty sure I drank a glass of scotch while making marshmallows <laughs> in pajama pants. Quarantine was a bad time. <laughs> I just <laughs> pictured weird Dave in his life. kitchen just with a bottle of scotch. <laughs> just, <laughs> just making marshmallows. Ninja Turtles pajama pants cut off just below the knee making marshmallows. <laughs> My sweet Ninja Turtle capris. <laughs> My wife's sleeping in the other room because she's an overnight worker. Yeah, Dave just mumbling to himself. Gotta be quiet. Uh, can't wait to put these in my rice krispies. <laughs> so weird. Oh, the best. Uh, Mark, tell us all about. Oh yeah, Victorian Masterminds, published in 2019 by Simon Limited, who also produced our favorites, Arcadia Quest. Love it. Also, Blood Rage. Love it. Yeah, we like Blood Rage. Yeah, I should say like it. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> Blood Rage. Perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Another game that was like kind of overproduced. Kind of blasé. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean good. I, I mean, didn't mind. I like it. the I like the minis and stuff. I think I had more fun playing Blood Rage than I had playing this game. Oh, I me think, too. Oh, yeah, by, yeah. For yeah. Sure. by a mile. Do you like Rising Sun more or Blood Rage? Oh, I've Rising only, Sun. That's not. I shouldn't answer that question because I've only played Rising Sun once. Oh, so the answer is still <laughs> yeah, Rising well, Sun. Yeah, what is it? What does that got to do? I think with I, I think I'd have to answer Blood Rage. I'd, oh. I'd have to play Rising Sun again in order to be like. Well, I traded it, so in your face. I own it. <laughs> All right. Designed by Antoine Bowser. Check him out. Cool Episode 26, Quarantine Edition, when we talked about Hanabi. Oh. That was, I think, like their last Hanabi's game. way better than this game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not is. comparable, really. <laughs> no. but it Hanabi is might have been the last game before we had to take that Corona hi- hiatus. Oh, oh yeah. Right? I think it was. Bummer. Yeah. Uh, he also designed Seven Wonders. Eric M. Lang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he said, eh. "Yeah, I, Seven Wonders I, is fine. I, I know love people that love that game, and I find it to be fine. Yeah, I I also understand why people love that game. I just don't agree. Yeah, yeah a lot no, of people think fine. that's a classic. I've never sure. played it. No, so, no maybe we should know. get it and review it. Yeah, David sure. And I will give it a five. <laughs> I was like the idea of like I'll give it a four. <laughs> Check us out on our classics episode where we review Seven Wonders, Catan, and, <laughs> and Carcassonne, and Ticket to Ride. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it'll what be a, what a bummer. Dan's least favorite episode of all time. <laughs> let's just let's just review like Munchkin and like yeah every game that just drives oh, me. Oh man, insane. I love it. The very let's like, review the all the different kinds of Munchkin. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> episode. So this is Munchkin, but in space yeah this is so this is munchkin but impossible this is 40k munchkin <laughs> love 40k munchkin <laughs> i know i think it's funny i think I mean, munchkin's funny i just hate that game i love the flavor anyway eric M. Lang also designed blood rage and yeah. Ar- he's part of the arcadia quest team all the good games yeah he's it's good he makes good things makes a lot of money too so good for him art by art. david tosello david what david why is it, why do you think it's why pronounced it like that? Yeah. It's got an E at the end of it. Oh. Oh. In our face, I guess. Yeah. So David Tosello, uh, who did Sheriff of Nottingham second oh. edition. Oh good game. And Orvis. I haven't played second edition. Lart looks crazy now. It's like all fresh. Well, now that I know there's a second edition, I refuse to ever play first edition. Yeah. Again. It's like Twilight That's, Imperium. Yeah, exactly like Twilight Imperium. <laughs> what an odd stance for you to take. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, Dave, because uh, I'm never playing Twilight Imperium third. So. You jokes on you. We never played it for the first time. <laughs> uh, so let's rate Victorian Masterminds 
on a scale of one to 10, not using the number seven, Dave, how many uh, munchkins would you give Victorian <laughs> masterminds <laughs> out of 10, not using seven? I give this game a five. Yeah. It is perfectly fine. Yeah. That is what I have to say about it. Uh, Dan, what would you give Victorian Masterminds? One out of ten, not using seven. How many munchkins would you give it? I will also give it a five. Not good, not bad. Is game. Is game. <laughs> There's literally nothing wrong with this game. It's just not that Except fun. Except that it's not that fun. And yeah. That's the point of a game. It's not broken. It doesn't mm-hmm. It doesn't have any like huge glaring flaws. It's just not that enjoyable. Yeah. It is game. It is <laughs> Yeah. It is board game. It is yeah. board game. There's Victoria Masterminds is board game. It's board game. Board uh, game is Victoria Masterminds. Mark, yeah. yes. Victoria Masterminds, one out of ten, not using seven. How many munchkins would you give Victoria Masterminds? Oh, man, I feel bad. Because like, you're going to give it a ten? Uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give it a nine. Well, then I feel bad. <laughs> no, I'm going to give this game definitely a five as well. Yeah. Nothing. It, there's it not really game. anything for me to add that we haven't talked about. It is just it is marshmallow dinner. It is game. It, it is, is yeah. marshmallow in your rice crispies. <laughs> marshmallow yep. dinner. All right, let's talk about... Our final game of the evening. So as we prefaced every time we've played any of these expansions, Everdell was sent to us as a review copy. So we did not pay any money for this, but that's not going to change how we feel about it. Uh, so we are visible and we have integrity. Yeah, all right. That's the mark of integrity, <laughs> being visible. What? I don't know. <laughs> we, it was a joke we made in the last podcast. It is? Yeah. yeah. Where was we, I at? We were talking about being invisible and how like... Integrity is doing the right oh, thing but and I people said, can't see you. Yeah, but I said I wouldn't. I do terrible yeah, but, things. And then I made the joke, yeah, that's why I do the right thing, because I'm visible. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I, now, I guess I don't listen to the podcast. No, no. Clearly. Really, sorry. See, and I listen to it three times. Once when I'm on it, <laughs> once when I edit it, and then once when it goes up. Yeah. I only listen to it the 40 times I download it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that explains all the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> such a such a boost. Like, oh, yeah, it is. How many nice. downloads do you get? I don't know. How many devices can I access? <laughs> Let's see. I got 40 at the iStore. <laughs> so this is the final expansion to Everdell that we were sent, and it is Spirecrest. So we played Pearlbrook. We played the Belfair. Other, Belfair, thank <laughs> the you. The other one? Jeez, Louise. And the Fresh we, Prince of Belfair. <laughs> oh, my God. What I can't believe joke. it took so did, long for that joke to come out. I was going to say, did you not make that joke no. ever before? No, I don't believe I did. No. Oh, bummer. That's a missed opportunity. It really is. So we played... Uh, I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> Spirecrest. So, Mark, do you remember the story behind Spirecrest? Why, Yes. Okay, good. That's sweet right, flavor, well, Mark. Let us know. This is going to be twice as good as the marshmallow story, so I'm really. I don't know how it it'll could. be about the same as the marshmallow <laughs> story. Let's be honest. So, uh, Spirecrest mm. is the mountain range that surrounds Everdell. Okay. Right. So the frozen passes have opened, and you're sending out your little bunny explorer to just see what's up. <laughs> yep. Okay. End yep. Of, end of flavor. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we kept waiting for more. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. That oh. was about it. Like, Got no. It. Basically, you're going to see what sort of like beasts and creatures and fun, awful things lie in the mountains. Flavor fini. Yep. <laughs> it uh, turns out a lot of different large animals dwell huge in the animals. mountains. So, like every other expansion to Everdell, this the the Spirecrest expansion fits onto the board. So it's like a giant puzzle piece that goes onto the bottom of the board. Fixed perfect. It looks awesome. And it adds a giant mountain range, shockingly. Adds a, mount, adds yep. a mountain range. Mountain path. And small, uh, larger than your critters, but a uh, bunny hiker. He's got his little walking stick. Yeah, he looks Grande like, hair. He looks Grande like he's going on a little journey. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me... Okay. Grande hair. Grande caught, hair. Caught me off guard. I, I liked it more than I should. Uh, so in... Everdell Spycrest, the base game of Everdell, 
doesn't really change. No. And it, and that's the same for all the expansions. Yeah. The base game is the base game. Yeah. The only difference here is it didn't add any special cards to the base game, whereas mm-hmm. right. some of the other expansions do. Yeah. Mostly Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Brook. for sure. Yeah. Add, some, add some extra cards to the deck. This one, no extra cards. But at the end of each season, you send your little rabbit explorer up the mountain further, and mm-hmm. you take... A map, essentially. Yeah, it's like a map fragment. Yep, and you attach it to each individual player has their own little fragment sent in front of them. And this gives you an extra way at the end of the game to score victory points. Yeah, it's a a track of your journey. Yeah, Yeah. and each little map fragment has different requirements. So some of them will be like twigs and berries, or some of them will be cards, or some will be coins. And you have to pay that at the end of the game, Mm -hmm. and you could travel up your map. And the farther you go, the more points you get from, from doing this. And in theory, you should save this and try to do it which was totally different because we've never this is the only expansion as well as the base game where saving resources to the end of the game makes sense mm-hmm. yeah normally you're just trying to build up your city and get victory points the best you can especially at the end of the game so you're spending pretty much everything you mm-hmm. have yeah uh, but in this one it's good to save them because it's going to give you that extra points also, at the end of each season, you get to flip over three cards from that part in your journey on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And these can be buffs to your town, or it could be the greatest thing ever invented in oh, any board game so ever. so great. And it is <laughs> these giant wooden tokens mm-hmm. that your little tiny tokens mount on top of. They so it, ride it, them. It is the same in concept as using this as one of your workers. Yes. So it yes. doesn't give you an extra worker nope. in this a worker placement game because one of your little workers mounts on top of it. So you're not getting extra, but it does give that worker an extra power that mm-hmm. they can do because they they're riding that specific mount. They are in charge of a beast of burden, essentially. And it's so fun to put your little guy it's in the so, mount. Oh it's so amazing. God, are so, you kidding me? It's, it's like so with satisfying. The fact that it comes with a saddle. Yeah. Oh. I lost my mind during this game because when it went to the summer, I had two things in my city because I was so focused on getting something. <laughs> I wanted a mount so bad. I eventually got one. And there's enough mounts where everyone can pretty easily get one. Yeah, uh, most of us got two, and then I I think only you got one. Well, I had one as well. I just had one. So I I had Honeypaw, which is the bear. So the bear's power, it was unbelievable. So the bear, anytime you go somewhere and you collect goods and you don't get berries, you get an equal amount of berries as goods you got. Pretty dope. So awesome. So if I would just go wherever the most things were. So if I went to get three twigs, I didn't collect any berries. So then I also get three berries. And that's his power. And it's awesome. You're only using these like two or three times yeah, max because you can't get them in the very beginning of the game and because of course everdell as a game there's only a couple of rounds right mm-hmm. and so because of that you're only using your mount once to three times depending on when you got it right yeah but it, they could be super powerful oh yeah i mean look at amber's amber had the the eagle the eagle so mm-hmm. the the eagle's power was unbelievable when she goes to place the eagle, instead of placing it up on the board, she places it on the deck, the draw deck. And then anytime anybody draws cards, she also gets to draw two cards. Mm-hmm. She went through the whole deck. This is the first time we've ever gone through the whole deck. Because the deck in Everdell is huge. huge. And this is the first time we went through it, and she was constantly like cycling through cards just mm-hmm. because she could. Dave and I were out of cards at <laughs> one point. Like, I couldn't get cards in my hand to yeah. save my life. And one of the, like, the biggest rules of Everdell is that if you have a full 
hand, you can't draw. You can't up. draw cards. But with the eagle, you can absolutely draw. That's like its you, power. You draw up to your hand max, and then you choose which cards to to yeah. not draw. It was so awesome. The creatures, of course, were really awesome. But like my first round, I didn't get any creatures available, mm-hmm. so I took one of the buffs. But even the buff was great. I forget what card it was, but I got to take three cards from the meadow and place it under this card. So I'm, I took like an ever tree. I took all the highest cards. Yeah. And then when I build it, I could build it for one less. First off, I'm taking all the good cards. Yeah. And then I'm building Second it for all, cheaper. Second of all, it increases your hand size by three. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Even the, the buff cards were really good. So everything mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like for what you have to go through in the mountains to get to these cards, because yeah. some of those weather conditions can be really nasty. Oh, and once, so one of my cards that I took the first time let me ignore the weather condition of the next time. Super so useful. This yeah. game also adds weather conditions, and they're all bad. They're all bad. It's, it turns out that when you're a critter trying to traverse a large mountain, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as good weather. Right. It could be a storm. could be a forest fire. They're forest just murders. Murders. Oh, that it one was works. brutal. So, so the very first one we had was like fog or it's something like, like that. Fog. Anytime we built anything, anytime we paid any goods, we had to pay one additional of any kind. It mm-hmm. just everything cost one more. The second one was you couldn't use any of the cards out of the meadow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one that you had to. Anytime you played a card, you had to discard a card, mm-hmm. which was why Dave and I didn't have any cards. Because <laughs> yeah, that was just happened to yes. be that was the season we were really heavily building, and it ate through our hands. I'll tell you who that didn't affect at all. Yeah, Amber. Amber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She's like, no, everything's fine. I don't know what you guys are having issues you know, with. Oh, you cards guys don't nice. have any cards? I have eight yeah. all the time. <laughs> all the okay, time. That's My great. favorite is like, she would be like sorting through cards and then the, her turn would come back around. Yeah. And she'd just have like this mass of cards in front it's of her. It's crazy. And it's because we played five players, mm-hmm. but it's every time that somebody drew, she got two cards. Mm-hmm. So it was like in Everdell, you can draw a lot of cards. But mm-hmm. all of the powers were good. And I... Yeah. Even struggle to say they were varying degrees of good. They were just different. Like, uh, so my two guys, I had a wolf that he ignored the limits of any space on the board. Right. So it didn't matter if the only two spots at, a, at the three berry location was taken. I could still put my wolf there and get myself three Which berries. Which is awesome because that's like a highly contested It basically, spot. Yeah, it gives you a worker that doesn't care who else is in any spot on the board. Grande Which wolf. Is, it's a grande wolf. <laughs> We made that viticulture <laughs> reference a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Never as soon, not as, you get, as, soon as you get oh, bigger yeah. than normal minis yeah. or grande. bigger than normal meeples on a board, yeah, you're going to you're gonna hear a lot of grande talk. Well, and then I had a bird that could just let me only need half of the necessary requirement to get an event. And events are just straight victory, victory points. points yeah. mm-hmm. And only needing half of it meant that if there's an event that was like, you need a mole and a school. Well, I got a mole. I will now take that event. Yeah. yeah. So like it was so great. I, I normally in games will often get zero events. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had like three or four events. I've never gotten more than one in a yeah. game. Yeah. So like all of them had really good powers. They were just different. Yeah. And they, I thought they were all cool because they were all kind of thematically linked. I mean, mm-hmm. just the fact that the bear when you get resources oh you always find food too yeah, he's so just out there you're like, a bear so good <laughs> three had, twigs under one arm and just berry pawing the bush right. out the other I had the buzzard the fire beak the buzzard oh, and yeah. so I just put my mini on top of the discard pile and whenever anything got discarded if I wanted to I could put it into my hand yeah so between you and Amber you had all of the cards yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave yeah. and I had zero of the cards yeah I didn't understand what you guys' problem was I was like <laughs> yeah. just, just find yourself a buzzard our, our mistake <laughs> but all of these animals and the mini are so great for them and it added to the game in a fun way another thing that i was i was fascinated by i assumed 
that I would have an incredibly tough time filling out my personal village mm-hmm. because I'm trying to save all of these extra resources to the end of the game mm-hmm. where I'm trying to get my victory points for going on this extra journey. Turns out it gives you a lot of extra ways to get resources, mostly through the animals and through the other cards you get when you move to each new phase. Mm -hmm. So you end up getting enough extra resources or paths to extra resources that it doesn't feel like it's a real struggle to right. save the extra resources. Yeah. The, it did such a good job of that. The thing that I always thought was interesting was that in base Everdell, there is no incentive to like just hoard a bunch of resources. Absolutely not. What's the point of ending the game with six berries? Oh, nothing. It's they're worth nothing. Exactly. Right. So like if you accidentally like overshoot and you end up with all these berries, then you stare at them at the end of the game <laughs> and go, "Well, there's two wasted actions right. from workers." And now, like, there is every incentive to try to plan ahead for your big mm-hmm. expedition at the end of the game where you just go through these map fragments. I thought that was the other really cool thing, too, is the fact that you had to, like, get the sequence right. Yeah. Like, you couldn't move on to one area without having first paid the cost to get to the last area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't make it all the way to the end of mine. My very last one, I didn't. But it was more beneficial for me to use those to build something else. Yeah. It's deciding which is better for you at the end or which is more fun. I mean, it's it's either way. What do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, absolutely. Cares? I mean, fun is getting a big animal. Yeah, fun is getting the animals Mm -hmm. for sure. As far as I'm concerned, that's the only way to play this game. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, I thought was kind of nice is that once we realized that not not all of the animals were going to be available in the same deck, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, man, what happens like if you just blank all the animals? Yeah, because the first round, I was like, all I want is animal. I flip my three cards, zero animals. Zero animals. And I guess it could happen that you just don't have the ability to get like a big special critter. But there's enough of them. I think that the odds are very low. It's it's very low. It is possible, but it is unlikely. it also, highly unlikely. It also turned out that those cards were awesome. Like, even yeah. the ones mm-hmm. that weren't animals were awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, when we play this again, I don't think I'll care as much about it. I'll I mean, still I'll want still them. want one. <laughs> yeah. But still I won't out. feel so bad because the abilities are so powerful. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to What are you gonna do? Like, not uh, hope you don't get the What am I going to not get on. one? What am I, an idiot? <laughs> you, listen. <laughs> Some sort of If Stumblehoof is available, I'm going to take Stumblehoof. <laughs> There's just, like, everything about it was so fun. Yeah. This is our third expansion. We played Pearlbrook. We played Belfair, and then we played Spirecrest. And I think mm-hmm. we all agreed which was our favorite. We all thought Spirecrest was definitely our favorite, and Belfair was second, and then last was was Pearlbrook. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a problem with any of these. I think they're all fun. In the It was funny because we were like, oh, we should play them. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, and then Woo! in the Spirecrest thing, it was like, don't play this with the other ones. <laughs> yeah, and both yeah. Of, all of us were like, you don't tell us what to do. You're not the boss of me. Watch me Starling ruin games. your game. <laughs> <laughs> I am the king. Talk about a game, though, that there are moments where you almost do have decision overload like it just gives mm-hmm. you so many different Maybe options you. of what to do that i i sometimes do uh, yeah. get a little overwhelmed with i mean whenever you have that many options available you're gonna run into analysis paralysis yeah but like for me it's like i'm never thinking that far ahead the goal was get big animal and then <laughs> that, yeah ride sure to, the goal get ride big to animal, defeat like normal get big animal use big animal mm-hmm. end of game end of game yeah and then occasionally uh still put the bad the bandit put the bandit into someone else's oh, you mean the fool the, bandit, the, the fool the fool yeah you put the fool in its customary place which is in mark city yeah, yeah mm-hmm. agreed that's the yeah customary that is place that is the fool. that is where the fool goes it you enjoy goes your in... negative two points mark <laughs> every game and i like it because i always finish last and it's not even close but i'm like here's the fool again <laughs> 
just to really stick the knife in. Yeah. Well, Amber did try to put it in my city. To yeah. be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very enjoyable. Can't say enough good stuff about. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. So let's talk if about. You, well, I was gonna say if you're gonna buy one expansion. Oh I, yeah, I would buy Spire. Crest. Which th- of the three would you recommend? I would buy Spire Crest mm-hmm. for sure. Mark. Yeah, hands down. Spire yeah, Crest. I also say Spire Crest. I, so I think Spire Crest. If you want to add something to the game, if you want to just enhance the natural play of the game by Belfair. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it has a market which helps you get other things. It doesn't change a lot about the game. Mm-hmm. Like Pearlbrook has a bunch of different mechanics, as does Spirecrest. Mm-hmm. But Belfair doesn't have a ton of different mechanics. It just enhances the natural gameplay of it. Which yes. was a lot of fun. I really liked Belfair. I had no no problem with it. It just gave you more options to do Everdell. I bet you could play Belfair and Spirecrest without too much of a problem. I bet we play them all. Without too much of a problem. I bet we could do it. I'm not, and then I'm we not. could send it over to Starling Games and be like, look what we did. We're bad. Like we're, <laughs> bad boys oh, we're, baby. we're bad boys of Everdell. <laughs> Remember when you told us not to do this? <laughs> in your, in your face. face. That's right. I hold, do what I want. Hold my Dr. Pepper, Daddy, if I'm coming in. <laughs> I love how our in your face is we played the crap out of your game because it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, it's just really good. And the components. I mean, everything about the game just looks so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I can't get over. And then every single expansion had new, like, meeples. Like, That's new the thing little yeah. animal meeples which is i mean it doesn't add anything to the game other than it's Options. just awesome yeah yeah, yeah i was owls in this most recent game and I was they were foxes. so cute yeah mm-hmm. i was foxes it was it was great my favorite part was when i was an owl riding a wolf <laughs> <laughs> it's not very thematic i don't think that wolf like i was a fox riding a bear mm-hmm. i don't think he'd put up with it if i'm being honest yeah i don't know it seemed like he didn't let it slow him down he was still burying it up over there oh man <laughs> yeah for it. sure oh, i think ahead. i'd ride a bear you personally yeah like if if i had a bear willing to do the job in soviet everdale <laughs> <bear rides you. laughs> yes if you could ride any of those animals that's what you would choose a bear a bear or the moose no, I would ride one of the birds because I could fly. Because I no, could fly. I'm, and I, I, I don't like being... Uh, here's the deal. Birds are finicky creatures. No, as, as being a pro-bird person, you have <laughs> you know, to acknowledge the fact that... You're a pro-bird fact person, not a pro-bird person. No, I'm, I'm pro-bird. I'm, I'm I pro like bird. that you're worried about flying on a bird, but the bear is fine. Well, listen, the bear and I could come to some sort of agreement. The bird and you can come <laughs> to some sort of agreement. A giant eagle? I don't want to be on the vulture. I want to be on a giant parrot because then we could talk. Speaking of like big vultures, okay. I was I was jogging the other day. Yeah, it's pronounced like, jogging, but go on. And I, they I was, were circling you. I was. <laughs> yeah, here's how I knew I was out of shape. Yeah. Oh, Pickens, no. boys. I was like getting slower. That, that split time was getting worse and worse. And I look up above me, and there's just four vultures. Circling. We gonna circling. eat today. Yeah, I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, but like they were everywhere, yeah. like around my the little pond in my development. So on my way home, it's faster for me to take these back roads than to take the main highway to get home. Mm-hmm. And there's like always road kill back there and these vultures do not care that you no. are in a car <laughs> and it's to the point where like you have to slow down because they're so big mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like going to do real damage to your car yeah. yeah i've been in a car where the driver hit oh a, really a buzzard oh and it was like the loudest bang i even honk like i honk my horn and they, they pay no attention to it. <laughs> it's like oh okay <laughs> they, they look up at you they pull their head out of the deer and they look up at you yeah with they their... don't even do that they yeah. like shimmy more into the road <laughs> say, oh <laughs> I guess I'm in your way. Yeah. Well, th- they've probably gotten used to cars like you that slow down and or go around them. And they're yeah. like, apparently this road's safe. This, this road's, road's safe. safe. I've never been hit by a car here. <laughs> so obviously I never will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That big metal non-edible animal <laughs> over there is fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> it has a juicy inside. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Mark on a run. That's right. Oh, God. We can't leave Everdell Spycrest quite yet. Oh, no? No, because we have to talk about what Dave told us. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Dave, I can't Who believe you. <laughs> that an offhand comment would it bring such It was a single, such muggest offhand comment in eternity. I it did was... not mean it as any of that. Oh, so, it was so And being the good friends we are, yeah. we're never going never to let, Dave let it live go. this down. So, Understandable. So we are cleaning up Everdell mm-hmm. in the worst possible way that you could clean up Everdell, and we are literally putting pieces in all the different expansions. Yeah, just from, because of, from all the expansions yeah. and from the base game. So mm-hmm. next time we play it, we literally have to open every expansion just to get the base game stuff out. Yes. Well, we also want to play them all together. So. Yeah, it's going to be fine. So I think all... what you mean to say, Dan, is it's good and smart. Yeah, <laughs> smart. So yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. So we are putting this game all away, right? Mm-hmm. And so we should say Dave won, uh, beat Amber by one point. One no, point. we tied. Oh, oh that's right. Tied. tied. Came down to and you know what Amber said to me after, too? She goes, I really should have had you do my score because I got confused at something. Like, Aww. have me do it. So I was like, eh, it's no big deal. Yeah. So um, At least it wasn't a big deal until the following until, was uttered. <laughs> yeah. Until moments later when uh-huh. we're putting the game away and we're, who knows what we said. But Dave said, I still haven't lost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> Which Mark and I, truth. while factually true, yeah, was five <laughs> games, also super smug. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Dan and I like shared a look with each other. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it instantly so piqued our interest. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh, tell. Yeah, that's you've that's been keeping tell. track, no. sir. <laughs> that was my first comment. Oh, I didn't know you kept track of the games you play. <laughs> I lose a lot of games, and I don't track in any way, shape, or form. I just know that yeah, I'm. Yeah, you good don't at this track one. your losses, obviously. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, who tracks their losses, Dan? I don't got that kind of time with tags. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't have that much paper. The answer is all of them. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, I, and Mark a little bit too. We used to play in this gaming group where they used to keep track of everything and about I it. Do not care. For no, it. I don't care about None it at all. Do. So mm-hmm. it was like this big, huge book, and they would write down who played, what their score was. Like I need to memorialize like my devastating defeat yes. at any yes. game. Well, like, and let me preface this: when like, I get destroyed at Splendor, I want to. <laughs> remember it. I need to know <laughs> forever. Yes. Well, and like some people I know take a lot of joy in doing things like tracking how many times they've played each and game. I'm mm-hmm. totally and I don't fine actually, with that. I have zero problem with yeah. that. I don't do it because I don't care. Yeah. But if you're into that, do it. I, I Also, I, I don't care. I know the games I play a lot. Because yeah. it's the games I play a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tracking wins and people score. There's just something about it that like really rubs me the wrong way. It's kind of like an in-your-face kind of thing. I don't know. I guess if you were like trying to remember like a special game yeah make maybe write that down even i think it's because i love that game so very very much and so it's so much fun that i'm actually good at a game that i also love Mm -hmm. i don't know doesn't Uh, happen very often i don't know it's It's not a way to talk to people yeah it just made me laugh because i was like oh we're never letting this go yeah i was just like oh what a weird comment yeah sometimes it's hard to hang out with losers and i have to be reminded (laughs) i i I do it a lot i get it you have to write it down in your game journal Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dear Game Diary, today I destroyed them in Everdell yet again. <laughs> again. <laughs> no, no, no. I would do it with a British accent, but the smug lower chin out, like, Dear Diary, today <laughs> yeah. I have yet again destroyed Mark and Dan. With your monocle in, in front of the fire and your smoking jacket. Yeah, just a scotch in one hand that I'm slowly swirling. And yep. it's, it's yep. like quill and ink. <laughs> <laughs> Mother's calling must go ta-ta. So if you Dearest hear- Mart, I'm writing you yet again. Dearest <laughs> to declare victory. 
You should be so proud of your little boy. He has yet defeated the dirty American scum. P.S. Uh, let's not talk about tags. <laughs> So if you ever hear us reference in the yeah, in the yeah. future about Dave writing things <laughs> down, in a book, he doesn't actually do it, but or does he? Or does he? We uh, don't know. So here's a, a fun fact about me: I have written one diary entry in my entire life. Oh, I was five years old. We lived in Texas at the time, mm-hmm. and I only know this because my mom found the book a couple of years ago when she was doing one of her moves. And my one diary entry misspelled horribly, handwriting basically unchanged because it's still just as bad. <laughs> it's true. We have to, he yeah. never gets to write anything. No, because yeah. my handwriting is terrible. It was me ranting about how apparently my parents would not let me watch Ninja Turtles at my friend's house. Oh. That is it. That is the diary entry David Hubbard has written in his <laughs> lifetime. That's good. That was like, honestly, that was about two bad days away from becoming a manifesto. <laughs> Was it that sexy scene of Leonardo in the bathtub? No, was that <laughs> who was in the bathtub? I forget. Michael Enslow, right? Uh, yeah. Was uh, it, was it, it Raphael? No, it was. Oh, clearly... we just named them all, so it's gotta yeah, be one. It's of gotta them. be one of them. It was Shredder. I remember Donatello <laughs> was like having sexy truck time with was uh, it, Casey Jones. Was it mm-hmm. Bebop and or Rocksteady? <laughs> <laughs> Except Rocksteady, like which one was the Rhino? Rocksteady was Rhino. So Rocksteady wasn't in the. Scene. I don't know. It what was just a Bebop. giant rat. I don't know what the hell Bebop was supposed to be. <laughs> a pig, wasn't he? I was believe he was a warthog. Oh yeah, like a mohawk. Bebop and Rocksteady. (laughs) I love it. All right, so let's uh, move on to our topic of the week. That is Party Games, written by one Mark Blau. Yeah, guys, we're party rocking in the house tonight. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) But, Dan, everything's going to be all right. (laughs) You're going to have a good time. Everyone's I'm going to make you shake that. (laughs) I'm trying. Okay. (laughs) Just keep doing it. Dan took a seat. We've we've knocked Dan over. He had to take a seat. It was too. (laughs) I need to sit down for this. The shuffling was too much for Dan. Keep up with the partying. Every day I'm shuffling. All right, guys. If you had to give me a list of characteristics about party games. I would say easy, party. To, easy to teach. Okay. Very few rules. Easy yeah. to teach. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Can be played mm-hmm. with large groups. Uh, generally not victory point related or if they are, it's it's no real math. It's like count these seven cards you won or something. Like very easy to have end game scoring. Yeah. Mass produced. A lot of party games are more popular. Sold at yeah. Walmart. <laughs> 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 no, that's, I mean, that, Walmart actually sells some. Real games, so, real games, real games now. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I don't hate party games. And I think sometimes I they get games. a bad rap a lot of the time. But, yeah. I, but every, there's a ton of really fun ones. Every single, like, source that I examined for this particular subject talked about, like, kind of touched on the fact that party games are, like, the little brother of the board gaming hobby. Yeah. When it comes to party games, like, I would way rather trash something like Munchkins than trash most party games I've played, actually. For sure. I mean, I even easy games like Wits and Wagers, yeah. which is, like, mass produce. I love that game. Yeah, that game's fun. And it's mm-hmm. so easy to play with people that aren't gamers, which yeah. is a big thing. Hitler killed the cat or whatever? Hitler killed the cat. No. The, Secret Hitler? No. Yep. My favorite. The, my, one, the one. Definitely my favorite party game, Hitler killed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Count me in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the oh, one where the you, secret cat. The one where you write a word and then you have the next person to draw a picture of that. I word believe you're thinking of eat telestration. poop you cat. Eat yeah. poop you yeah. cat. Telestration is that game. the telestration is the modern name yeah. of that game. In the research, by yeah, the way, I love telestrations, mm-hmm. and that's a straight party game, but it's yep. a blast. Characteristics of a party game: the game can support a large or indefinite number of people. So far, 100 percent down. We're nailing it. Nailed yep. it. You're doing I good. 
team-based play in party games is common, but usually not required. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, sure. uh, you know, you can have, like, a free-for-all, but it's also, like, a ton of fun to just get on a team and play. Cooperation interaction between players is encouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are multiple ways to play and contribute to the team. Uh, that's a weird one. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, and we'll get a little more into it, and you'll see kind of why that's, like, one of the characteristics. Oh, will we? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, like, you look at, like, telestrations, like, you're, like, writing the word down or whatever. Yeah, you're picking I'm drawing the word. a Yeah, thing. and then, like, so it's, like, you do multiple things on different turns. You kind of think of like werewolf where like there's multiple ways for you to like throw off the you can like throw off the vibes of being a werewolf or not yeah exactly <laughs> sure sure or you can just accuse everyone else of being the werewolf when you know you are that's the trick right that's what there. i do that is the <laughs> trick <laughs> uh players and participate in gameplay frequently sometimes on an impromptu basis hmm. okay yeah because a lot of party games you could sort of like be in the audience but then be participating but sure. then be mm-hmm. back in the audience yeah so like a lot of independent turns uh make for poor party games mm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because especially if it's like a large group of people, yeah, you don't want everybody taking one turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Ugh, that sounds Ugh. awful. Yeah, yeah. All of yeah, that yeah awful. for sure. <laughs> I guess only forty more people to go, and I'm my turn. Yay! I I'm can't so excited wait for about thirty minutes. To I'm pass. so excited about this party game I brought, Zaya. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't wait for the forty-five minutes between my turns. Uh, the game should have some sort of entertainment value for people who are watching. Mm, yeah, being so, in the sure. audience is enjoyable. Has to look like a lot of fun. And the game does not usually involve spending real money or as a prerequisite or consequence of playing. What? <laughs> yeah. What other game? Like poker? Maybe? So the yeah. distinction being drawn here is exactly like poker. But or that's not blackjack. a party game. You get a bunch of people together and you all play poker. Like I that is guess. that is not a party game. That is like just a regular traditional card game. Yeah. The distinction that the research tended to draw was like casino nights, oh. where it was just like a huge gathering of people and it was like all everything was casino themed and like you could have fun watching people play craps or like whatever. But I would call that a game night I would not call those games party games yeah no, same here yeah, yeah. I think that's where the distinction is being drawn like, okay if money is switching hands chances are not really a party game <laughs> then I agree and honestly Dan at this point I don't know why he did research like we pretty much are nailing it all right wrap it up <laughs> all right time to go okay well thank you so much for, uh, I'm the host now thank you so much for tuning in <laughs> I did a coup I took Dan's spot. <laughs> did a coup? <laughs> I did a, I have performed a coup. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Dan. I, I kind of got to support Mark now. He's, I have seven fine. credits and I did a coup. It's, it's fine. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, listen, it's been a long time coming, Dan. I performed a <laughs> I issue coup. Uh, some games uh, showcase knowledge, social skills, and dexterity. Games designed for more people are inherently more fun. I don't know games if I agree with for that. More okay. people are more Defend fun. Yourself. inherently fun. That is. I've played games that were an absolute blast that are two player for yeah. party games though no okay so if we are purely talking in the party game mm-hmm. category now i will that's oh, what yeah. i will yeah. i thought you were that talking is a, about board that game is, yeah general me too <laughs> like, that is uh, like nope not on board that is bad note construction on my part yes, yeah party <laughs> games that are designed for more people are inherently more fun yes. okay party yeah. game wise sure telestrations you don't want to play with like four people you want to play with oh yeah the more people. people you play telestrations with the more fun that game is yeah for sure. yeah and a, a lot of that is because it introduces more unpredictability into the game yeah and and for something like your telestrations or like a lot of party games, you need more brains introducing more content to the game to mm-hmm. make it more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking outside the box. Yeah, I'm thinking like Jackbox. A lot of the Jackbox oh, games yeah, I love Jackbox. play online. Those games are a blast. Those games are not fun at all with less than like six people. <laughs> Solo. Mm-hmm. 
Solo it. <laughs> solo it. Most of them you can't even play solo if you wanted to. Solo it. That, oh, that, I can. That pitch one where you have to pitch a product to everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be so sad a solo. Yeah, smoke them. Thank you so much for coming to the board meeting. Yeah. Tonight. Oh, we deny it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many of these party games are oftentimes the first modern day game that people are introduced to. Absolutely. And, well, and it makes a lot of sense because it's a game in which you can just learn it in less than 30 seconds of me explaining the rules yep. to you. So the barrier to entry of most party games is so low that even non-gamers will generally join you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all here are gamers, and I want to spend my time playing games more than not. So if somebody comes to my house, I still want to play games with them. So I own games that are for everyday people because I still want to play games. Yeah. Yeah, I so you, can't convince them to play Brook City with me. <laughs> Still trying. For, Do for you have reason, three hours available? Yeah, for some reason, these party gamers won't spend 45 minutes of rules explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to right. explain deck building to this person. He just won't get rid of his old cards. <laughs> exactly. But I thought more cards is better. Yeah. No, no look how not. big your deck is. It's, it's ridiculous. Trash your trash. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you yeah, so much thanks for inviting me over. over. <laughs> well, definitely. Definitely be back. Uh, so what we're going to do is spend nine hours building our Magic the Gathering decks. <laughs> Here I have for you 500 cards to choose from. Mm-hmm. Narrow them down yeah. to a deck of 40. Yep. Here, I don't even know if that's the correct deck size. I, Here don't is, I actually don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Here is uh, my seven D&D books I'll need to help yeah. create a character for you, which will take two hours, and then we will not be playing today. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if we do, you will be here for nine yeah. hours. This is more of a session zero setup. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll go over my expectations for what we'll be doing during this. We'll talk about things you're not comfortable doing, things I'm not comfortable doing. (laughs) Things we're not comfortable doing. But that is exactly my point. Like, I understand that there's a lot of people who just aren't willing to put that time in. That that was your point to the extreme. (laughs) These giant nerds will put that time in, but a lot of people won't. That's like one of those things we talk about all the time, how we just kill the joke. Yeah. (laughs) That joke is dead. I could keep going. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of the times party games push people out of their comfort zones, especially around people they don't really know. It gives them permission to be like silly and mm-hmm. act, to act like crazy, especially like for like hidden role playing games. Oh, so yeah. Like, maybe I'm not like this extroverted person, but like if I'm trying to throw off people, uh, I'm not the werewolf. Dave's I, the werewolf. I like that you're like, oh, I'm not. And you're not an extrovert. <laughs> I know. I know. I know I, I'm not an extroverted person. Yeah, you're a writer. Yeah. yeah you're using the the hilarious yeah. example of yourself. Yeah. You, yeah, and you love true. doing the completely extroverted activity of writing. Yeah. Sitting quietly <laughs> sitting by myself. Quietly. And writing, petting a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> In your game win journal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my diary of smug. Oh, man. Imagine how many times you could fill tags in that. Oh, I, Just, right. I assume that's his whole journal. Tags, in, Just, tags in like paper jam. Yeah, it's the front like, of the journal just says uh, games Dave's bad Oh, yeah, letter yeah, jam. It is paper it is letter jam it is tags and it is one game of root (laughs) (laughs) party games have had a long history uh for as long as there have been parties there's been people who wanted to spice things up a little bit bring like a group activity that people can play and like sort of just like kick it and have a good time a lot of what uh we would associate as an early example of a party game uh, are usually played at like children's parties Mm -hmm. i mean we're talking charades we're talking pin the tail on the donkey donkey. which is great as a party game because the audience is having a lot of fun watching you because it's smashing the wall Watching me make sure that I face you in the wrong direction. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you see like a lot of musical chairs, uh, Eat Poop You Cat, which we've kind of like talked about already. Um, All of them were like early or super early party games. Yeah. 
I didn't think that there'd be like a huge history component to this, but I actually found a super interesting story that I want to share with you guys right okay. now. Is it about marshmallows? <laughs> oh, it all comes around <laughs> to marshmallows. No, but it does contain, are marshmallows in pretzel salad? It's jello, oh, right? It's jello, it's jello which I also cream. don't like. It's yeah. jello and whipped cream. Yeah. Jello and whipped cream. Yeah, I almost I said sour cream, but that would be a whole different thing. That, also, pretzel salad is a very regional thing to where we are. So if you've never heard of pretzel yeah. salad, it is delicious. So uh, pretzel hard, salad. Hard to disagree oh, there. So yeah, good. it is delicious. I am not originally from this area. I did not know what pretzel salad was. It is uh, pretzels, jello, uh, whipped cream. Yeah, usually top. strawberry jello, and the yeah. pretzels have been crushed up and melted with butter. But it's not just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very important. It's not it's just. It's a healthy snack. I want to say yeah, it's, it's not just. It's like the scrapple just of dessert. Whip, yeah. It's not just. <laughs> Gross. Scrapple of dessert. <laughs> Dude, also, not from this area. <laughs> <laughs> scrapple, I do not like. Okay, so 1964. A guy named Rain Geyer. Rain? Rain. R-E-Y-N. Oh. I could feel him like if we were down in Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Even I hated that joke. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it. All right. So Rain Geyer designs and invents this game called Pretzel. Hello. Pretzel. Speaking of pretzels, you know? Pretzels. Oh, that's where this all happened? No, I think that's why we started talking yeah, about yeah, pretzels. Yeah, because I, 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 I like my eyes flicked to the next line of the notes, and I was like, pretzel. <laughs> Bring up pretzel. Segway to pretzel, and then I never did it. That's what people put marshmallows on top of what? Like sweet potatoes? Yes. Yeah. I don't. That's disgusting. No, no, no. But sweet potatoes are good enough. You don't yeah, have to be go messing with a sweet potato. Good. Keep all this in. Food talk. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to food talk. Food talk. <laughs> food, sports, and board games is what we talk about Look, here. if you've seen me in person, you understand why I talk about food a lot. <laughs> There's a reason those vultures were hunting because <laughs> yeah. I was running. It's like, oh my God, we could eat for weeks. Let's get this, let's get this guy. <laughs> All right. So the game was designed to have spots on the ground that people would place their hands and feet on. Oh, Twister? Sounds familiar, yeah, right? Sounds like Twister. Oh man, we should videotape us three playing Twister. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it would be such a short game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be so uncomfortable. I know. Like, I oh, can't I bend over. I have to over. put my other foot somewhere else (laughs) you want me to bend at the waist and touch the ground (laughs) he gets this game he hires two other designers to help him refine the idea uh the men obtained a patent oh man twister was a three engineer decision yeah i want to see the test video (laughs) three engineers Hmm. Oh, my glasses. Whoa. <laughs> I do, have you considered making the mat white? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. The men decided to like get a patent before they went shopping this idea around. This okay. makes sense. Good call. Yeah. We've seen that not work out for many people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they approached toy giant Milton Bradley to sell this game. Good choice. Yeah, what a stand-up organization. <laughs> yeah, so they, they showed, this, they showed them this mat. <laughs> I know, right? No, they've never once done anything off on, <laughs> not on the level. Show them this huge mat. Show them this game. They're like, love it. The, oh, they're into it. Yeah, the guy's like, oh, I want to buy that right now. Except Pretzel, we need to rename it. Pretzel's a lame Pretzel's name. okay name. Though. I mean, given what you're doing, I'm not against the name. Now yeah. that I know what the game, it's Twister. Like, you're getting into a pretzel shape. I yep. get that. That was the only note they got was like, hey, we need to rename this game. Let's go, let's go with Twister. Yeah, it's no jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> you jump to conclusion. <laughs> game good, name bad, right? <laughs> so Milton Bradley says, oh, man. We got another hit in the books. This one's going to go platinum. Oh, yeah, they're printing that cash. We just need it. Yeah, yeah. I love these old board game companies with just the surefire. It's totally going to work. It's going to go bang. 
It's going to go big now. It's going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be big, you say? Mm-hmm. Watch out for that. Hitler, he's one bad egg. <laughs> oh, this is 64. So. <laughs> yeah. like, they oh, they are already oh. familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. they know that he's a, he's a dead egg. So uh, Milton Bradley basically contacts a PR firm, says, hey, sell this game for us. <laughs> sell it. Sell, sell, sell. They're like, sure, man, we got you. Question. Uh, yes. Was the PR firm Richard Glass? Oh, my God. It'd be so good if it wasn't, but it was not. Oh. I, no, I don't know what it was, but I can't imagine that it was Milton Glass. Oh, that's such a shame. Yeah. If you have not regularly listened to our podcast, these are all references oh, to yeah. other to a, a series Mark does sometimes called Bad Guys of Board Game History, where we've talked about yeah. Milton Bradley, and we've talked about Glass as a terrible yeah. publisher. Mm-hmm. So. Also, yeah. for shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. Go oh, back. Yeah. And Who starts at 36? Yeah. <laughs> download all of our podcasts. You don't have to listen. Just download. Yeah, just download. <laughs> here's the, here's numbers, the numbers. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> just start at 12. <laughs> yeah. Start episode 12. Personal yeah. advice. Don't worry. Don't we've s- gone back and... Pretty much redone all those yeah. early ones. Yeah. Don't start at one. The PR firm said, hey, we got you, boo. We got your game on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Hey! Huge, right? Well done. Big, big get. So, uh-huh. yes! And yep. then three engineers try to play Twister yeah. <laughs> on The Johnny Carson Show. Johnny Carson plays Twister with four women. Mm-hmm. So, yep. That night- seems more like The Johnny Carson <laughs> Show. So, in 1966, they're like, don't worry, we got your appearance scheduled. It's going to go great. Twister's going to be huge. Most people didn't understand why the game would be fun. Oh, really? So they, they did I all don't this- find it fun. Yep. I mean, me neither, but uh, they <laughs> I guess did, I get it. They did all this playtesting, and they're like, where's the fun in this? I don't I don't get it. I can't wait for the answer, because I don't have it. <laughs> Is it ACL tears? Yes, yes. It's sprained knees. Is it <laughs> dripping sweat on your friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do, is just cover you guys in my musky scent. <laughs> So a lot of people didn't have the imagination as to why this would be a fun game. Mm-hmm. But there was with one company that got it. Was it Milton Bradley? It was Sears Roebuck. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, they really did a good job with the yep. rest of their business. Is yep. it because they're like, we print magazines and we print mats? Mm-hmm. So this game was demoed for the executives at Sears Roebuck. And they watched these people contort themselves around each other's bodies. And they said, oh, oh we're, we're not going to carry a game like that. We <laughs> can sell this on video. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're like we're not we're not gonna carry that game. That game is much too racy for our taste. Yeah, so. this is a Cinemax commercials only. <laughs> we can't quite do it. Yeah, this is uh, this is HBO. You're selling Cinemax right now. <laughs> Milton Bradley said, "Oh man, like we can't not have a game in yeah. Sears. Oops. Like that's not great." They were going to pull the game back. They oh, said, no. hey, we're not going to publish Twister after all. Oh, man. Because like, if one of the, major, one of the biggest retailers in America is going to cover it or isn't going to sell it, you know, why on earth would we? Why, yeah, that's the whole reason we're here. The thing is, though, nobody told the PR firm. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Right? So the date with the Johnny Carson show came. And nobody told the PR firm that they were supposed to not do it. Oh, <laughs> so they did it. <laughs> so Twister appeared on the Johnny Carson show. And uh, the host played the game with Ava Gabor. Hello. <laughs> Called it. Excellent work. <laughs> right? It was not three paunchy engineers. It was one of the most beautiful women in the world yeah. and one of the funniest men in the world. So basically the entire thing was Ava Gabor contorting around Johnny Carson and then Johnny Carson like pulling faces and looking yeah. uncomfortable. And it brought the house down. I bet. Yeah, everybody thought it was the funniest thing of all time. That was it. Twister was off to the races. And it didn't matter that Sears wasn't going to carry it. Wow. Once it started moving units. I bet they got on board real yeah, quick. Yeah, once they realized what a hit it was going to be, they were like, yeah, we will we will for sure sell well, this. Which is such a crazy thing to think of now because I understand why that was a problem then. But like, I probably haven't been in a Sears in 15 years. So well, I mean, they're closed now. Yeah, like yeah. nowadays. Who can, Oh, Sears isn't carrying your game? Cool. They're not a thing. So. Yeah, that's 
that's like saying like Walmart's not going to carry your game. Exactly. Now. I don't see why they're not like on Stephen Colbert not playing like Lords of Waterdeep or something. <laughs> I know, right? He's I'd a big old that. nerd. He's a nerd. He loves okay, that D&D. Watch it. Please, I watch dudes I don't know online play board games. <laughs> I'd watch a famous, hilarious person do it. Right? I like watching Will Wheaton play board games. Oh, man, I wish he still did. Me too. Mm-hmm. How can I fulfill my podcast dream of becoming famous enough to play a board game with Will Wheaton if he doesn't play board games anymore? Yeah. I want to play games with Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Dude, yeah. if we could ever do an episode where we just play games with Will Wheaton, I will be like, look, Will, I will describe the rules. Yeah, I will take all the hate because I don't care at all. Exactly. Will you exactly. sit there and look pretty? <laughs> and boy, will you. Read this book to me. It's called Ready Player One. <laughs> I've already read that book. I yeah. don't care. I want it live. Read it again. <laughs> do it do it live. <laughs> All right. So for a while, party games stayed fairly simple. Games like Pictionary and Trivial Pursuit ruled the marketplace. These mm. were like your party game. Yeah. Balderdash and yeah. heavy hitters. Yeah. Like most board games uh, during this like really cool and interesting board game renaissance period that we're all kind of like living in, mm-hmm. the games have quickly grown more abstract and more complex sure. since then, which has led to this brand new genre of party game, which I, I kind of hate this title, Partergy. No. What? Don't push words It is together. a party game that is also like has elements of strategy. I don't it. care for that at all. Yeah, I me don't either. Like that. I hate that name. I get it, but I hate the name. Yeah. And this is coming from three guys who are okay with talking. Yeah. I'm not okay with talking. <laughs> I haven't been okay with that for quite some time. And this is coming for three guys who still use talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still doing intercation, so I don't know yep. how you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> so these games have like a higher level of strategy, better components, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Junk art. Junk art. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Code yeah, that's names. a party game Code for names. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Code names uh, is like one of the first notable types of this game you could say in a lot of ways codenames open the door for other games like decrypto to like sort of do you know who the, the worst codenames partner is he's in this room me it is <laughs> we'll i see. <laughs> let Considering... me just tell you that, that it's not a thing i ever get to write down in the journal of smug yeah, yeah. <laughs> dave because dave has a thing we like to call dave thought yeah dave, yeah it's dave I, reason i think in a way that is unique yeah. to me which does not help your partner no. pick anything no not helpful but fun it is fun for me to watch you to do to other people yes for sure which makes it a good party game especially people i don't know that well or don't know you that well that's my favorite yeah yeah you don't want the hubbards on a team no because at that point candy has assimilated i want essentially a stranger to dave to be his partner and then when he says something insane I want the rest. I want the rest of the room to pretend they know what Dave is talking about, yes. and only this person doesn't. That's yes. my end goal for life and board games. Uh, I love it. You get games like Decrypto, mm-hmm. more complicated, yeah. but you know, fun, very fun. Uh, social deduction games also make party games more complex. Uh, games like Mafia, Werewolf, yeah. Secret Hitler, where liars. there's like this hidden bunch role. Of liar games. Bunch of filthy liars. Dirty, yeah. filthy liars. Where you have like this intentional deception by yeah. people to like mm. sort of hide and obf- obfuscate like the game. Like, Which that- is fun. I do enjoy I hidden role a, games. I love a social deduction yeah. game. It's so uh, a lot of research kind of pointed at the fact that you shouldn't automatically say that social deduction games are party games. Sure. They yeah. don't have I, to be. Yeah, exactly. It's like the difference between Werewolf and Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 
Not... Oh yeah, those are very different games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They both yeah. involve social deduction. Yeah, or Dead of Winter. Like Oh yeah. Some party games are social deduction games, but not all not all social deduction games are party exactly. games. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Exactly. Even Avalon almost skirts the the line a little bit. Well, you could play that with a ton of people though. Well, mm-hmm. you you can, but the problem is Avalon actually does have more than a 30 seconds of rules explanation. Yeah. Like right. I've tried to teach groups of people Avalon and lost people. I'm thinking of like hidden rules, even games like hidden movement games. I don't know. Take that out. That's a okay. lie. <laughs> also, we'll talk about Jaws later. Ugh. We'll trash Jaws later. Ugh. Yep. Stay tuned. A couple weeks. I can't wait for Mark to give it a sudden 10 just because he secretly loved it, but he was trying to fit in. Yeah. yeah. Was, you guys peer pressured <laughs> me into talking about it. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Wank. Yeah. <laughs> So the last thing that you guys had already kind of touched on was that a lot of the times party games have a scoreboard, but it's not necessarily important to the game. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of party games, too, even if they have some way to score, we don't care. Like uh, the drawing game is a good eat poop you cat, which is not what that tele- which illustrations. Is, yeah, illustrations is the modern version of that. There is technically a scoring mechanic. We've never game. played. I don't with even it. know how it works. Yeah, we never mm-hmm. played. With I that. don't care because that game is about showing the weird path that your pictures and words took, and then laughing as a group. Yeah, yeah, it's great, and like, you can play that with anyone. We play with Kira all the time. Yeah, and that adds to the hilarity. Oh God, mm-hmm. Kira's drawing slash her guesses make that game better. Yeah. yeah, and the only thing, so especially if you're playing like something like Telestrations with like Kira doesn't always understand mm-hmm. what other people have well, written. She's like, eight. Yeah, so. what is this word? <laughs> and I go, oh no, me. dear, don't use that one here take mine they've written something filthy (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i write dirigible (laughs) a lot (laughs) that's true um so yeah like a lot of the time the game is played just to have maximum fun Mm -hmm. and the score is just like at what point the game ends right yeah shouldn't all games be played to have maximum fun i I don't think so should they yeah theoretically (laughs) for sure (laughs) yeah i I mean we play a lot of games that we don't find terribly fun but that is like for the podcast Mm -hmm. like if we didn't have to do the podcast we would probably only play games that we know we like right yeah i mean we mm -hmm. would try new games because we do love trying new games like this podcast grew out of our love of trying new games for this podcast i will purposely buy stuff that is kind of out like brass birmingham isn't exactly in our wheelhouse of Mm -hmm. games we will go to yeah but it was a fun game and it was it was was a great game to play i think that's the thing especially with party games like you can experiment a lot and normally they're going to be a lot of fun yeah yeah normally last thing i have for you gentlemen is the subgenre of party games adult party games Yeah. Here is a subgenre that I've never played, with the exception unless Cards Against Humanity is on that list. Yeah. Cards Against Humanity is on the list. Uh, so Cards Against Humanity is the dirty version of Apples to Apples. That's mm-hmm. all that game is. And I don't like either of those games. I do not find them fun. So it's interesting because these games like kind of elicit the same reaction that you guys are like, it's like, ugh, you know. Yeah, I don't care I for the genre. Me neither. So for those of you who don't really know what these games are about, uh, these games like include coarse language, uh, racy subject matter, uh, sexual innuendos, con- like content that's like, you know, not like something you would want to play around your grandma. Yeah. Well, see, and here's my problem. Maybe I'm going to yell that. Grandma. I'm going to yell that stuff at you guys during any board game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need well, a bunch that, of cards pigeonholing and me. And that's the thing. They're dirty for just for the sense of being dirty. And like, that's that's my problem. Yeah. With it. I don't need. And it's the same thing. I feel the same way about like drinking games, like mm-hmm. drinking board games. Like it doesn't interest me at all. Nope. I don't need reasons to play board games. Like no. I enjoy them. But mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to play a game that 
it's adult for the only reason other than being adult. Yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. look at the swearing and yeah. sex talk or and something. I am, like, mm-hmm. thank I, you. I am no way in a prude. Like, I, I swear a lot. Like, never on the podcast, but I, or around my daughter, but I have a foul <laughs> mouth. I yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I have a foul mouth and I talk about dirty things. And, like, I don't need a board game to, like, force me into that. Right. So, you guys have really touched on a lot of the criticisms that are leveled at these games. The yeah, fact we're the that, best. Like, yeah. <laughs> Once fact, again, why did he waste all that time on research? I, yeah. I, know, I don't know. I should just talk to you guys. Like, let me pick your brain. I'm going to have like a little <laughs> pad. I'm going to have like a little pipe I'm cleaning and then we're just going to talk about it. <laughs> Those criticisms like that these games are exclusionary because they like they tend to, there are certain people you don't play these games around. Like right. sitting around the family Thanksgiving table playing Cards Against Humanity, probably not a great call. Not at my house. <laughs> you know, games that like make certain jokes or have certain language that would be offensive to people who are like, you know, are out or outside of the quote unquote mainstream lifestyle spectrum. Like a lot of them could be kind of turned off by these games. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these games, they're, they're criticized for edgy, for being edgy, for the sake of being edgy. Right. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but that cards against humanity, the most prominent current example of an adult party game, it spawned countless clones. Oh yeah. And so many expansions. And I don't find the actual gameplay of those games fun. Apples yeah. to apples. That is clean cards against humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't find that game fun and it's perfectly clean. Yeah. Like it's not in the adult category. So it's a game that is based on a game I don't find fun that then just goes overboard to be dirty for the sake of being dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making it somehow worse than it was before. I've, I've read a couple defenses of these styles of games and it, it really comes down to like... Is it, do you find it fun so you play them? A lot of it is. Like a lot of it is like if you have a problem the, with it being I mean, unoriginal, that like yeah. that's fine. Like not every game like has to be original. Not every game like needs to have like some like deep layer of thought involved or right. deep strategy to have to recreate mm-hmm. the game itself yeah, and, yeah. Lot, and like it's funny you use that phrase recreate the game because mm. like i would say cards against humanity like sort of recreates the experience of being like a transgressive comedian where yeah. it's like you're allowed to say whatever super you heinous things yeah and, and like no one around the table is going to judge you for it because yeah. it's on this card i didn't right. say it i, I didn't yeah. say it it's on this card. i didn't say it's on the card in yeah. fact you said it whoever's turn it is because you had to read it yep yeah uh, that's like one i don't know how much i buy into that you know it is a it is a defense and two cards against humanity's credit apparently they've toned down a lot of the more transgressive stuff in the newer versions of it you know they have like the whole expansions of cards and stuff that they right. print up yeah a lot of that exclusionary stuff is gone a lot of the like homophobic transphobic stuff is not really like a thing anymore um so they've, they've been kind of cleaning it up as they go so in this category the <laughs> the makers of this game like the company that makes cards against humanity mm-hmm. awesome people like i will absolutely say that as much as i don't care for their game how they treat their employees and stuff amazing they even uh made a ton of money off of the most recent expansion and not most recent it was like a year or two ago and so they purchased a month worth of paid vacation for every single person in china who worked at the factory that oh, produced wow. the cars oh, pretty dope like pretty they're cool. legitimately good people mm, that's cool. i don't care for their game yeah. but they uh, i mean it has made so much oh money. yeah but yeah. they're no milton <laughs> Yeah, no, they're true. no Milton Parker Brothers. <laughs> they or don't have seven thousand or... different copies of Monopoly. Yeah, around. like they yeah. they at least are good people when it comes to how they treat other human beings, despite everything they write on cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, and it's just I, again, like I like party games quite a bit, 
and I don't want to play them all the time, but I mean, there's a there's definitely a right crowd to play them yeah. with. They have a time and a place for mm-hmm. sure. What's your okay? Let's do it. What's your favorite party game? Oh boy, mine's Avalon. Oh, that does make sense. I love mm-hmm. Avalon. I, I'm Resistance is the same game, yeah. but it is a different theme, it's, and I yeah. just prefer the Avalon theme. I prefer medieval over over tech I, hacking, and that's not even true in my like it, video games or yeah. even D and D life. I would rather play like a sci-fi D and D than a mm-hmm. hack and slash but yeah. it for some reason avalon just get it gets me man. it gets me right there it gets me right it gets, there it, it makes me feel the happies yeah. honestly when it comes to just sitting around laughing and playing a party game liar's dice Mm, liar's dice which is not a game we've mentioned on this one Uh, liar's dice is a very old game i'm talking probably 1700s or -hmm. so maybe even earlier this game came out um but you everyone has like five dice and uh it does not matter how many human beings play this game as long as you have enough d6 for everyone to get five Mm -hmm. yeah mark what's your favorite uh and why is it poker (laughs) <laughs> well, my not favorite, a party game. My favorite is poker because yeah, because of money. Because of money, <laughs> yeah, because of money. Because I'm quite the shark. No, no, <laughs> I'm so bad at that game. I would say that my favorite party game is Telestrations. I love Telestrations. I have I've probably laughed the hardest. Ha- that's the thing. I never play a tel- game of Telestrations where my face doesn't hurt yeah, from yeah, smiling yeah. and laughing. And I love to. And it's so easy to teach. That's like mm-hmm. my favorite thing. And mm-hmm. we talked about it. Like my daughter's eight. She can play right along with everybody else oh yeah and it's like and this is like the opposite of like dirty just for the sake of being dirty like sometimes it gets a little dirty just because like a drawing can look like something yeah (laughs) but it's not like we we start out to do that like i am trying to get what i think the picture is yeah Mm -hmm. i'm just terrible at drawing. Yeah, I yeah. just don't yeah. know well, what I'm And doing. that's one of the things about that game is like, here's a game, Telestrations, where the game is more fun if you're bad at it. Yes. Yes. Because if you're a good artist, that game's not that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is a Telestrations After Dark, but I've never played it. Yeah. I have zero. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like one of those deals where like, mm, I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. but why? I already it's love fine. Telestrations. I don't need to do After Dark. To wrap everything up with yeah. our party game, I actually have a party game Hello. That you guys and all of our listeners can play. Okay. Right now. And Wait. I call this game. Oh, you've made, created it? I've created it. Oh. It's called Eat Poop, You Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I have a list of 10 party games. Okay. You have to tell me whether you think they are real or fake. Oh, oh I yeah, love everything this about fun. this. Yep. Your first party game. Is it real or is it fake? Botticelli. 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 I think that's real. Botticelli. Yep, I say that's real. I'll say that's real. That sounds like a I real thing. I think it's thing. real and a type of pasta. Perfect. You guys, <laughs> that is a real game. Hey, Yay! One for one. All right, let's is call it. Is it also a type of pasta? Are you keeping, are you, are you keeping score? <laughs> I am keeping score. Excellent. I am keeping score. Your next game, Love Seat Confessional. <laughs> Wait, Love Seat or Seek? Love Seat Confessional. Love Seat Confessional. I want it to be a real party game, but I think it's an MTV show. <laughs> so I go with I go with fake. Dave's Love going fake. Seat Confessional. Doesn't it sound like an old MTV like 80s like, 90s? Yeah, it comes like on after Singled like Out at yeah. the beach house. Yeah. <laughs> uh I will say real. Gentlemen, Love Seat Confessional is a fake party game. Thank you. I'm actually glad it is. But yeah. yeah, me too. Also, is it an MTV show? <laughs> I actually have no idea. But this, uh, I got this idea from a real party game called Couch of Power. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I love Couch of Power. Yeah, I wish, I, I wish I'd bothered to learn how to play Couch of I Power. I also wish you would bother to learn how to play Couch of Power. <laughs> Your next game, Chinese Whispers. 
Chinese whispers. Chinese whispers sounds so real offensive. party game I or say, fake party. I game? say true. I bet it's like a, a take on telephone. I say false, not true, not real. Chinese whispers. Yeah, is a real party game. Yeah, it's so, it's so offensive. I'm it's so, so offensive. I'm so good at this game. So, I'm gonna three. write it in my journal. Yeah, write it in your. <laughs> Dear Diary of Dave, Smug. keep in mind, you getting on board with this will not slow this train down at all. I intend to speed <laughs> yeah. this train up. I'm going to buy a real leather say, journal. For, for Christmas, <laughs> I'm getting me? you a I'm game win him, journal. I'm getting him an actual like, moleskin journal. I better see it. Here's the problem. I have zero intention of ever using it, but I want to push this joke further. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Your next game, Rehab. Uh, real a- party game Amy Winehouse the game fake party game rehab rehab <laughs> <laughs> hey sitting on a bar on the inside oh man, oh, man. yeah Google rehab. Uh, Google okay. rehab I'm gonna everyone. say true I'm I gonna ha- say false I hate that yeah, it's true I, I think that that is not a real game rehab is a fake party game Mark oh. you've gone true false every other one I know I oh, makes it, yes boy look at you I've not paid attention yeah. at all <laughs> your next example psychiatrist that's a real party game i've played it oh, oh then i also say it's real <laughs> gentlemen that is a real party yeah, game. yeah. shocking <laughs> but, but that's kind of cheating because like i've played that game so yeah some of these well, i, I imagine so you would have run into at yeah some point. like i've just played a lot of games in our gaming lifetimes yep your next party game zoom schwartz perfigliano <laughs> What? No, that sounds like a politician. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom, Schwar- Schwartz. Zoom Schwartz Perfigliano for U.S. House of Representatives. <laughs> I'm going to represent your interests. <laughs> Hi, this- my name's Zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> what could this possibly be about? Oh, I have no idea. I think that it is real, though. because I, I know don't that's think- what I was leaning. Here's my re- rationale for why I think this is real. I don't think Mark could make that up. That is it. Oh, that you don't think Mark's creative rationale. enough? I Ooh. say it's not real then. Dang. I say false to protect Mark's dignity. Oh, man. Dan, you should never bet on my dignity. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't tell me I'm right. Zoom Schwartz my... Perfigliano is indeed a real party game. Oh, but I hate my about? logic so much. Apparently, it is some type of drinking game. Oh, oh well, yeah, that's why a, we've never heard of it. Kind of a letdown. Zoom Schwartz All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Your next party game. Squeal, piggy, squeal. That sounds like it oh, has to be one. It does sound like it has to be one. Also played in the South. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. Hey, you jerk. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, eat poop, you nerd. Eat poop, eat you, poop nerd. you nerd. Uh, I think that that is a real game. I think it is also real. Squeal, piggy, squeal is a real party game. Ooh, we're good. Yeah. I, what could that be? <laughs> yeah, that, come on. <laughs> what could this possibly be? All right, your next game, Catadash. It's like Balderdash, but you can only say cat-related words. Catadash. <laughs> it's like how every type of different Monopoly. <laughs> like Catopoly. Here's dog dash Yeah, it's the blue marble game <laughs> of the Balderdash universe. Cat Catadash? Catadash. I say that's not real. I say it's real. Gentlemen, Catadash is a fake party game. Oh. Mark comes up with Catadash. <laughs> he would. Yeah. You know what? Guys. Knowing what, I should have Mark logic to that again. Yeah, that's Mark why I would did. come up with Ma- Catadash. Mark loves cats. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm pro-cat. Pro-cat and pro-bird. I'm a man of extremes. <laughs> Your second to last party game, Principles. Principles. Like oh, the principles. things we don't have? Yes. You, th- I'm going to say that's true, but I want I, it to be about school principles instead yeah, of I, actual <laughs> principles. <laughs> I also think that that's true. That's where you put your head on a bat and you spin around real quick, and then before you fall over, you say the name of as many principles as you ever like went to school under. I, can't, How would I anyone was homeschooled. Know? I would win every game <laughs> <laughs> or lose depending on your perspective. <laughs> 
Principles is a fake party game. Oh, fooled us with principles. Yep. I play it. Boy, I've taken a real nosedive at the end of this. I know. All right. Finally, your last example The Priest of the Parish. Real or fake party game? That's got to be true. That's (laughs) got to be be real. real. Priest of the Parish? Yeah. Real party game. Yeah. Yeah. It's where you give weird confessions, I assume, or something. Oh, my gosh. So that is the game. Gentlemen, to review the scores. Yeah. How'd I do? Not so great. Oh, you did okay. You really turned it around. Did I? Yeah. Uh, Dave won the game with eight points. Hey. Dan, you got five. Yeah. Game good. Game good. Game good. (laughs) Dan, good at game. Yeah. good. There you go. Party games. Hey, party games. In the books. That was fun, Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening to episode number 36 of a board game. uh, No, Random Draw, a board game. (laughs) podcast if you have any questions comments or uh bird facts <laughs> send, a, send us an email at randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com check out our instagram all the games we talked about are up on our instagram that is random draw board game podcast underscores between each one of those words uh, mark runs our facebook and twitter page Ooh, hold on Go to Facebook.com. Is yeah. he going to do it again? I'm going to yeah, do it every, every time. time. Facebook.com. Go to Google. You and go. Then search for Facebook. You hit that magnifying glass. www.facebook.com <laughs> slash. Go to Earthlink. Random. <laughs> and then search for Google. You yes. found Earthlink through your AOL account. <laughs> First up, you want to put the phone cord into the back <laughs> of your computer. Tell your mother that you will be on the computer. Mom, hang up the phone. <laughs> No, you go to Facebook.com, search for at Random Draw Pod. I'll be there waiting for bird facts, and I need you guys to tell me how many marshmallows would a marshmallow dinner make? Ugh, zero. Like, Hopefully how many zero. marshmallows would you have to eat to yeah, have a full dinner? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mercifully I, zero. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. And, One bag. Uh, oh, and oh, then uh, Twitter, blah, 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 at Random Draw Pod. I'm there sometimes. You know, yeah. life's weird. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to do a little bit of independent log rolling. Yeah. Hello. Me and Dave Hubbard have been working on a brand new podcast. I think yeah. it would be like Dave Hubbard and I, I do believe. <laughs> what? He's a writer, not a speaker. It's true. <laughs> saying, if he as tells editor, me one more time less than. <laughs> as his editor, I'll vouch for that. <laughs> yes. I have proven much over the last couple of weeks that I am incapable of reading a sentence. Uh, Dave and I have been working on a brand new podcast to help celebrate the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. It's called Delaware by Dark. It's going to be like a random drop production is kind of how we're like branding it right now yes um so we're i'm way, sure if we're way into th- branding yeah i'm sure if there's one thing our listeners are interested in that's it's, our, branding. It's our branding strategy <laughs> i know it's so it's so cool guys i got to listen to the random raw boys talk about branding today. oh my god they talk about branding <laughs> you have to listen to episode 36 it's so yeah. dope skip right to the end they, they really talk about branding they really take you t- behind the curtain um <laughs> So, so if dumb. you, I am compiling a list of spooky stories for October, ghost stories, cryptids, all kinds of crazy stuff. If you like spooky stuff, please give it a listen. The first episode is dropping. Well, it will last. It, it will have dropped on the second <laughs> of October. So five part series every Friday night is going to be dropping. Give it a spin if you if you're into creepy stuff. Love to have you like listen to it. Let me know what you think. I don't believe in any of it. End of plug. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like. <laughs> Recording it's, it next to Dave, who's like watching me, and like I just put on, he, he's his like head. Yeah, arms crossed, arms crossed, shaking my head, just sucking his teeth ashamed, every few minutes, ashamed at being your friend. Yeah, he's like, I don't, he's <laughs> like, I don't know why you worked so hard on any of this. Yeah, none of it's I don't true. know why none I worked so hard on it. Yeah, none of it's true, and you're clearly an idiot. Please give it a listen. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I love spooky stuff, and it's October. We played a game called Cryptid. Yeah, yeah I'm, we're terrible at it. That's true. I, I recall That's generally, true. it's not even that I lose at that game. It's that 
I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's by the end I know one clue, and one it clue. is my own that I learned at the beginning of the game. It turns out uh, fake cryptids are harder to find than real ones. Yeah. And now for something completely different. I have a game I'd like to play. Okay. Ready? I don't okay. really yeah. have a choice. Okay. Yes. I have in my hand mm-hmm. a list of actors with the highest body count on I've seen this. It. Oh, have you really? Yep. I I've was afraid not. That, I was afraid that you might have seen yep. it. I've, I've never seen, seen, this. seen this. That's all right. It's it's shocking. It is very shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's is this sh- like on screen? Like I yeah, assume this these, is this is not people who kill people in real life. No. This is <laughs> no <laughs> that's a different game. Yes. OJ wins. Yeah. Oh. Does he though? No, oh. sincerely, does he though? Yeah. He, he did. At least we know. <laughs> he did at one point. All right, Dave. So I'm gonna yeah. give you the methodology. These okay. guys watched 350 action films. Did like a little tally for every on screen death that the hero of the movie caused. Okay. I have the top ten names on the this list along with how many people they killed on screen <laughs> wow i know so dan is unfortunately exempt i'm exempt i've seen the list dan I, has seen dan I has seen, seen the I list seen it. all right i got a question about this yes so is this in one movie or is no, this no, like it's over there oh no this career. is like all right so the other criteria is they had to have been in at least 10 movies so oh, okay 10 movies in the action thriller or i think horror genre in order to have gotten on this list okay that is the end of the hints that you'll be given fair enough give me what you think is the number one actor on the list oh it's mind-blowing <laughs> i want to say the number one actor is yo adrian rocky <laughs> is it rocky it's it is ro- it is not rocky is it I, sylvester stallone sylvester stallone because uh, i feel like between like rambo and all the um expendables movies uh-huh. and I feel like he's just done a ton of movies where he's killed. He's racked up quite the yeah, body. Count. He's done a lot of murder. Cobra, movies. Cobra. Don't forget Cobra. <laughs> Cobra. I love Cobra. That's a good movie. <laughs> that was good. That's yeah. a good movie. He got that cool Tech Nine. Yeah. Brett, oh, yeah. Brett. I loved it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Made me want to go out and buy a black leather jacket. Oh, you should have. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is in the top ten. He is number six. Okay. Seven hundred and eighty-six okay. on-screen kills. Wow. Seven eighty-six. How about Arnold? Arnold, number four. Okay. Moving 842. up Eight hundred and forty-two. Fair enough. I'm going with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is not in the top 10. Yeah. I'm sorry. Man, well, All he did was sorry. kill people in, uh, in John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah. And it was a fair amount of people. It was but... a shocking amount of people. I yeah. mean, he got a couple bodies in uh, Chain Reaction, too. <laughs> and I feel like his actions may have killed people in like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. To... yeah, but they don't count those because that's indirect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he accidentally brought the flute into the bath yeah. with him. <laughs> it was responsible for millions. Yeah, yeah. remember the yeah. Spanish flute? It was the Keanu flu. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Remember that time he killed that he killed that volleyball? I'm trying to think of how like, many volleyballs. Has Tom been. Hanks been in a movie where he's killed somebody? I'm sure he's like Saving he's, Private Ryan. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. That's true. He killed a bunch of Nazis in that one. Yeah. Which um, is fine. Big, I'm pretty sure he killed some hearts. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. but they survived. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what's his name of the movie? No, what's this? Yeah, it's <laughs> the best. This the is, is kind of why I'm glad Dave's playing. It's because he has to think of the person's name. <laughs> um, Tom Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. There we go. That's Tom Cruise is not in the top 10, but I will tell you his body count. Okay. Oh. Tom Cruise's body count? 341. Oh, Weak. Those are numbers. Those are amateurs. Those are rookie numbers. Those are not numbers worthy of a couch jump. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> couch jump. <laughs> 
Action star that does splits. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Not on the top yeah, ten. He's not Man, killing a lot of I'm people. Terrible he's, at this he's, game. You kind of have to think about like he's some of this. Kicking. Some of this is definitely length of career. Because, okay, that does make sense. Yeah. So I mean, you got people like Arnold Schwarzenegger who have made movies for forever, thirty mm-hmm, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten cop. Yo, oh, man, you f- remember when he choked out that little kid in the kindergarten cop? It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Did he kill that kid with a tumor? No, the kid thought he no, had I know, a tumor. He was worried. <laughs> um, is it the guy <laughs> the, who's in westerns who says, make my day? Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> not in the top ten. What? Not I in figured the top in all 10. the westerns that dude was in. Yeah, like, but he... they're not killing a lot of people. That's uh, Killing people is a pretty modern thing, like mm-hmm. wholesale slaughter. <laughs> You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> I don't new, care for well, it. Well, Dave considers this. I'll talk about Commando, where Arnold Schwarzenegger okay. kills 81 people in that movie, <laughs> and 77 of them are in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Sheen, because in the original Hot Shots movie, he racked up a body count of 10,000. Are you talking mm-hmm. about Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Not Martin Sheen. Not Martin oh, Sheen. Oh, sorry. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, Martin Sheen he was, was a different He was in thing. the original Hot Shots movie, and it was a joke that he stood there with like the giant gun shooting forever, and people just kept falling and nope, falling I'm, and falling. I'm sorry it is not no, not, yeah, not. But that wasn't, that wasn't actually 10,000 people. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It kept popping up things like more than, you know. Yeah, you can't take what that movie has to say as fast. <laughs> so a comedy doesn't count. I'll give you, how about if I give you the top 10 now? Yeah. So I, I can tell you're like, you're just dying in the I'm water. not good at this. Yeah, it's all right. Nobody asked you to be good. I feel about the- I, you, I, th- I expect you to have a partner. Yeah, sorry about this. Sorry yeah. that I've looked this at the internet. This is Dan's fault. <laughs> yeah. It's really I what's guess. going on here. So I'll give you the top 10. Number 10, with 571 confirmed kills, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. never would have guessed Cage. He has Cage. a thousand movies, Yeah, and he's, all terrible. It's, it's all guess. volume. He baby. has a new movie coming, <laughs> it's a new movie call, coming out called Jiu-Jitsu. Where him and his jujitsu buddies fight off aliens using <laughs> jujitsu. I wish this was a joke, but I read about it the well, other day. If there's one thing I know about interstellar species, <laughs> it's they're weak to jujitsu. Yeah. 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 Do you know exactly where their joints are? <laughs> well, here's the deal they're not prepared for Earth gravity. No, that's the uh, thing. Maybe their skeletons work differently and we bend in a way they've never seen. Maybe yeah. they have more, way more like articulation. Like they have way more joints. That's <laughs> <laughs> like wrestling a noodle. <laughs> Uh, so number nine, Wesley Snipes with five hundred ninety-three. Oh, that makes sense. What's your favorite Wesley Snipes movie, Dave? Clearly, it's the Blade series. Which one? The third one. I'm sorry, Dave. That is the that incorrect is answer. Correct. Nope, because Deadpool's in it. The correct answer is uh, Terminal Velocity or Rising Sun. Yeah, I would have gone with Demolition Man as well. Uh, was he? But was he's not the star. Number eight, Samuel Jackson, yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> they do look similar, so that makes yes, sense. Yes. To me. Yes. Uh, How many? Yeah, what did he do? Sink a whole ship in Waterworld, Nick counted or something? I don't know. I asked this question too, and somebody brought up Dances with Wolves. Did oh, he? I guess. He, I guess, but I didn't think that was him killing all those pe- those. Uh, no, people. he was. Yeah. He was like in an army right. of Indians, and he was like felt bad about it. Yeah. yeah. Then he became Dances with Wolves, <laughs> and then he danced with I've the wolves at the end of that movie. Never seen that movie. No, it's long. Yeah, it's, they're not. <laughs> yeah. It's long. It's no Waterworld. It was also. <laughs> it's no which Postman. Is far superior, yeah. far superior films we've just named, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and who could forget that weird scene of Field of Dreams where he just went on that real weird kill rampage in where the middle he, of town? He killed the 1908 White Sox. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's 12 right there. Um, he had three, 670. Number seven, Jason Statham. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Between like Crank and all. Yeah. yeah he's 718 the, kills. The Driver movies. Mm-hmm. Well, and still, he was, was in a called? bunch of the Expendables, are you, are you, too. Uh, I think it was Driver. No, it wasn't. No. Was it The Mechanic? No. No. It was. He was in Snatch, though. It was, he was. in Snatch. But he wasn't killing anybody in Snatch. No. No. He was the too busy talking es- to a pikey. The Escort? <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> the Transporter. There it is. That's oh, the one. Oh, I forgot about that series. I had a <laughs> uh, high school classmate who was in the class bef- above me yeah. who was uh, had a cameo in Crank 2 High Voltage. Yikes. What yeah. a thing to brag what about. What a claim to fame. That's my that is my that is my connection to Jason All Statham. All those crank movies are so bananas. They're, oh, they're great. I love so them. ridiculous. I love so them. bananas. What up, Rosa Kiros? <laughs> You're the best. Um number six, Sylvester Stallone, seven eighty six. Got that one. Number five, going international with this one, Chow Yun Fat, Dave. Yeah. Oh, eight hundred and ten. Yeah. He's killing so many people. Yeah, I've never seen any of those like those really cool Hong Kong flicks. Yeah, where he's like sliding across tables. Yeah, and doing I, all I that. mean, I don't know why. I would love all of it. Seems like the stuff I would love. Yeah, I've never seen him either. It's uh, kung fu with guns. They talk about it in uh, Equilibrium. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah, know that was gun kata. Yeah, gun kata. Gun kata. Where it was like using math have and you, speaking, martial arts to yeah. shoot guns. Speaking of, have you seen the movie Jim Kata? No. Jim, no. It's a 1980s movie. I'll have to introduce you guys to. <laughs> phenomenal. All right. Very good. Uh, stay tuned for that one, folks. <laughs> number four, Arnold Schwarzenegger, 842. Uh, number three, Russian machine, Dolph Lundgren, yeah. oh. 919. MIT grad. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Noted rocket scientist. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> we killed Apollo Creed. There's one. Listen, if he dies, he dies. We beat him to death. <laughs> In an exhibition match. That's I know, that's up. the worst part. <laughs> that's man. messed up. That sends a message. Apollo Creed's barely trying. Ooh. Beat him to death. I know, he came out in those the, like the Uncle Sam hat. Yep. Have you seen any of the Rockies? <laughs> nope. Not oh a one? Oh my God. Third one's the best. That's the best one we're talking about. The third about. one? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's our, the fourth, fourth one. Sorry, fourth. Oh no, I was like the third one. The third one. Apollo Creed teaches him how to dance. The third one's when he fights Clubber Lang, a.k.a. Yeah. Mr. T. Mr. T. I pity the fool. Oh, my God. I could watch all those movies a million times. Yeah, they're, all, they're all really good. And Except the, for the fifth one. The fifth one's garbage. Yeah. And the, well, Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa's garbage. Yeah. But the Creed movies are good. I only have watched the first Creed. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the last like fight scene of Creed Two. <laughs> Good way to do it. That is that. Those way, are the parts of those movies I want to way see. Way to do it. If there's one thing I hate about fighting movies, it's story. It's all of the stuff. That's Get why to it. I don't care why this is important. That's why I have a 45 minute supercut of uh, Lionheart. <laughs> I want to watch the 45-minute supercut of every Rocky movie where oh my it's gosh. all no, just ha- the fight scenes. You have to watch them all because you got to get that he falls in love with Adrian. Mm-hmm. He has a son. He has a robot. He has I, a robot. I have actually seen the first one. My roommate in college made me watch it because he was angry that I'd it's never seen any Rocky movie. So. Bring some Coke. Yeah, it's great. What was that robot's name? It had a name, right? I, uh, Is it, it Johnny Five? No, no. No. I've no. seen that, though, too. <laughs> yeah. Number two, with 1,076 kills, Jet Li. Yeah, baby. Oh, okay. The one. What's your favorite Jet Li movie? The one. Ooh. Is it, it the one? It's not. How'd they count that? They just counted every one, every Jet Li in the one as kills. <laughs> That's why even it's so high, it killing, multiplies. <laughs> even if he was killing himself. Because it was Jet Li killing Jet Li. Yeah. So that's two kills right there. My See, <laughs> but then I would have to say Keanu Reeves should win because how many Agent Smiths did he kill? Like, they didn't kill so, them. They don't die. They're robots. I mean, they're machines. They're, they're computer AI. programs. Yeah. Yeah. Computer program. 
programs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, what Jet Li movie is the best Jet Li movie? The one with DMX. What's Can't the remember. one where he's the dog? Unleashed. <laughs> Unleashed. Unleashed. I, I was actually thinking I Unleashed. Like Unleashed. Yes. It's just such an incredibly stupid concept. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, if we take the leash off of him and he goes bananas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember that. That was just a dumb crazy. Movie. I mean, the fight scenes are cool, but that movie was I, dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jet Li's good, man. That's that's my spicy take. Wait, is it? Uh, <laughs> wasn't he in Lethal Weapon? Oh, he did play a bad guy <laughs> yeah, in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, unexpected, <laughs> unexpected heel turn from Jet Li in Jet, Lethal Weapon. Jet Four? Li in a fist fight versus Mel Gibson. Yeah, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing is, I've ever seen. Is, is number one Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson <laughs> powered by booze and anti-Semitism, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, beating up a small Asian guy? So this doesn't match up. I've seen Jet Li. Right? Um, is Mel Gibson number one? Mel Gibson is not number no. one. I you, didn't think so. That would be a number thing. one with a confirmed kill count of one thousand two hundred ninety-six. Big numbers. Big number. Those are those are professional. <laughs> That's pro kill numbers. <laughs> Mia Jovovich. Yeah. Boy, I was not coming up with that. Nobody was. Nobody was. It's was Resident coming Evil up with movie. She's just killing them by the thousands. <laughs> Does it count if she's just killing hordes of zombies? I know. Apparently, I don't think it still counts. I don't think that's fair. Like how many? Already dead. How many zombies did Brad Pitt kill in the whatever Day Z or whatever? None. Like, he ran from. I don't like remember, a but I do know he definitely killed a can of Pepsi. <laughs> Everybody remember that? Product yeah. place. Product place. I just saved the world. What am I going to do? This is the taste of a new generation. <laughs> I didn't care for World War Z. Uh, the game was also not good. <laughs> oh, two for one. <laughs> Who'd have thought that a movie that was stuck seven years in production hell uh, would be like not great? I tried to listen to the book, but the only version available was abridged, which oh, is so annoying. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you doing this? You don't want that. Uh, honorable mentions, Dave, in case you're curious. I'm so curious. Daniel well, Craig. Well, because I was so good at it. Daniel yeah. Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig. James Bond. James, James Bond doesn't kill anybody. 348 for Daniel Craig. Mm. What else has he been in? Mm, Name another sure. Daniel Craig movie. The What's other the... James Bond movie. <laughs> Daniel Craig, he was in that one movie where they, it was like with him and Liev Schreiber and they were Jews in the woods and they were oh, fighting yeah. Nazis. You remember that? Yep. yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, he was also in the movie where they try to catch that liar that's recent about knives. It has knives in the title. Knives oh, Out. Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, he was also in Knives Out. He didn't out. kill anybody in that. Also, no. he had a weird accent for Fantastic him. movie though. They're going to make movie. they're going to make I more of those they yep. said mm-hmm. because he that accent's fake, right? So <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean like the character in the movie, that's not his real accent. Oh, he yeah, put yeah. it on for the the environment he's in. Yeah. So now he's going to go somewhere else. He's going to have a different accent. Benoit Blanc. Yep, oh, Benoit Blanc. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean that movie was great. I will So gladly, good. <laughs> I would gladly watch more that of was, those. That was I think that was the last movie we saw in the movie theater and it kind of blew my mind because I hadn't seen a really really good movie in a long time I was like this movie's great it was funny because I was talking to Amber about I was thinking of Knives Out yeah. but I was describing Ready or Not well those are very <laughs> different those movies. are very different movies so confusing yeah and I guess I just always conflate those two because they take place in like fancy houses <laughs> sure <laughs> It's like it's like rich people in fancy houses. Sure, they're so, so different. <laughs> you know what's just like Knives Out? Yeah, the Stepford Wives because yeah, they take place in fancy rich mm-hmm. people houses. Mm-hmm. So they're basically the same movie. Same movie. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's in both. Yeah. <laughs> She's the white lady, right? Yeah. I mean, same problem that I had with Eyes Wide Shut. I Who's always get the... that one confused with Knives Out too. <laughs> Who, did you know Nicole Kidman is my least favorite actress of all time? Really? I'm not surprised. By Why? That. I don't know. I just don't. No, yeah. I need you to justify. She this. grinds my gears. There, no, there's no. It's it's just I, no reason. It's the voice. It is the voice. I hate how she talks and how she looks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what? She's got a heart of gold. I don't know that. She yeah, could she, have a heart of. I don't she's know, my hatred. least favorite actress. I have a real like visceral. <laughs> she's just really yeah. gets to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, everybody got everybody's like that sure. sometimes. It's With like the Nicole way Kidman? I feel about Adam Sandler. No, that doesn't make any sense. It makes yeah, all the sense. He's great. He's hilarious. That weird head <laughs> only has good movies. <laughs> he only makes good movies. Where he's seen his most recent comedies. Those are gold. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I love. It's him being a cobbler. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Oh, and to round out the list, uh, Bruce Willis. 343. Yeah. He turned into a real kill, kill a machine in Die Hards. Well, he also did mm-hmm. a lot of them. He did do a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. He was like normal everyday cop in Die Hard 1. Then he became just a mass murderer super yeah. cop towards right. the end. Right. I'm trying to think of what my favorite Die Hard is. Okay. Is it all of them? Yeah. The answer is all of them. The no, no, no. Because like there's the, the last those, one. The last, Liam, the last one. Liam Hensworth or not, whatever. Not great. Is it when he got a couple of kills by launching a car into a helicopter? No, that's how you know. No. He's you a know super what? Cop. I'm I'm a uh, originalist when it comes to my John McClane. You yeah, like give one. me the, give me the like, first three. Like I'll like, take any of the first three as like. I like the answers. first one because he's all surly and trying yeah. just trying to get back with his wife. Yeah, Die Hard with the Vengeance. It's John Batman McClane the meets the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Crossover. <laughs> yeah. I mean that is basically what that movie <laughs> yeah. is. I'm selling it. Crossover. Mm-hmm. So this whole list is like on screen kills. Then on screen kills. What do you what do you asking well, like because i keep trying to real think of life other, kills no because i'll think of other movies and i'll be like no but like a dude blew up a whole building with a ton of people in it no, no, like, no, they these, have to have a have certain be, amount of movies yeah these these have to be on-screen kills yeah okay like so, one at a time one at a time <laughs> or maybe you, two this is this is like killing the honest way <laughs> what? you gotta look him in the eyes what's his name who played batman michael keaton who's the worst batman pretty pretty boy was in er what the fancy pretty boy who got to start in the show er <laughs> what are we talking michael, about michael oh no no, no. Um, george clooney george clooney no he wasn't the worst dave short short circuited my brain <laughs> he's like pretty boy er and i was no, like the most recent the there? most recent batman what's that ben, guy's affleck. Name? Oh. ben affleck ben affleck ben. would win this list because he played in a world war ii movie where he dropped the a-bomb oh yes he yeah. See, I think that's where my brain was going, and that's why I was having problems. Well, it wasn't I kept on trying screen. to think you of like see anybody large... die. You just I mean, that'd explosion. be like saying that the guy who like flipped the switch on the Death Star was responsible for killing billions. Well, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was. Luke... But you didn't see anybody die. Yeah, Luke anybody die. Skywalker should actually be the most, the largest mass murderer or on Anakin. this list. No yes. way, no. Or any actor who's played Hitler. Like we could go pretty <laughs> yeah. far with this here. Not the guy from JoJo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so my wife makes fun of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she'll be, I'll say something. She'll be like, "Oh, smart boy," or like "big boy," and like <laughs> just to make fun of me. And today I was by myself at Lowe's. I was trying to figure out how to. <laughs> I have this impact screen I have to put up for my in my garage. And I was trying to figure out the best way to do it, and I came up with a much cheaper idea. And I said out loud, "Smart boy." <laughs> and, and there was another person in the aisle with me, and they like shot their head over and looked at me. I was like, "Oh!" And I grumbled and like walked out of the aisle. <laughs> so I looked officially crazy. Game over, man. Game-